Two champs plus Sam, still. Yeah. Uh, still here, definitely. You know, you, you you got one more year this year, or not one more. I mean, you continuously have chances, but you have That's another obvious. shot at it this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, welcome back. This is uh, for everyone listening right now. This is take two. I think we had the same thing happen last year, where we recorded it and it didn't really work, so we had to come back and do it again. So it's we're giving another shot. Yes. Yep. Hopefully, it's a tradition that only lasts two years. Though. Last two years, and we're yeah. done. <laughs> Hopefully, again, this podcast has 100% more Sam, because yes. last one did not have Sam in it. <laughs> it had a, a quarter of Sam. Okay, yeah, that's right. It had a quarter of yeah. Sam and 100% of breathing. More Sam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's what the people want. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, 2021 season. Um, we recorded the first one last week, um, which was still August, I think, like the 28th. Um, yeah. Today is the sixth Memorial Day. And so, um, yeah, 2021 Labor season. <laughs> or Labor Day. My bad. Labor Day. Uh, I think Sam was doing that. She keeps yelling at me for saying that's, that. That's who I got it from. I got it from you because you, you said Memorial Day last time but I saw they're you. They're the same day. You know, whatever. <laughs> But I mean, the the good thing is, is that we're, we were one week closer from when we recorded last time. So football starts this Thursday. Yeah, three so, days out. Yeah, the watch yes. the Cowboys get select. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Kareem. It ain't, it ain't gonna be good. And the uh, Tyrod Taylor starting quarterback for the Texans. Is it Tyrod or Tyrod? I thought it was Tyrod. No, it, like officially Tyrod. Everybody else okay. is like, okay, that's cool, Tyrod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they just move on. So ever since John Gruden, I can't trust the announcers to say it, you know, correctly. Well, first off, we're trusting Tannehill. John Gruden. Yeah, I'm trusting John Gruden to say things correctly. Because <laughs> you think these guys would like, you know, have the, the professionals goal. supposed to be? Oh, he's a professional. Hard. But who's going to tell John Gruden what he can and can't say? That's Not true. Me. Yeah. But, Not me either. <laughs> and no one in Las Vegas right now. So yeah, <laughs> we're off topic already. So that's my bad. Good, Good start. Yeah. Good start. <laughs> so yeah, football this Thursday, which means uh you kinda you gotta get ready um for the first game. And uh but before we do that, we'll go ahead and uh, start talking about um well I guess even before the draft, which is kind of the whole topic of this episode, uh let's go ahead and um open some beers. I think uh, that's a tradition we can keep around for more than two years. So Yay. Oh yeah. <laughs> How about you start first, Sam? What do you got over there? All right, I have a makeup beer. This is one we had Ooh. from last week that Cheeto brought, and I also happen to have Cheeto's got excellent taste in beer. I'll say <laughs> to myself, Thank this you. is a uh, Viva La Beaver from Belching Beaver. <laughs> All right, I'm oh, glad this was recorded because beaver heavy. I want to take like take it all in. I now have good beer taste. Yeah, basically it's... anything with chocolate, that's what I buy. So that's um, you know, Cheeto. Some people so will criticize that, but not me. I think it's good. <laughs> All right, so here we go. All Dang, right. 
Oh, yeah. Nice. We're getting a nice pour here. And uh, for the record, this, I mean, this isn't part of the, um, the tracks that we lost, but I looked up where Belching Beaver's from. Not Oregon. It's not Oregon? Not Oregon. Wait, wait no. same said California. Is it California? Yeah, no, it's California. Portland, Oregon. Oh, my goodness. Just because there's beavers there doesn't mean that that's where I mean, they're from. Okay, what I other state is going to claim beavers? <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> How many states out here are just like flaunting their beavers? Well, that sounds bad. California, Genuinely. apparently. <laughs> that's something I'm saving. <laughs> <laughs> no, cut, cut it. Anyway, I was just like, it had to be Oregon. But I guess, yeah, I guess they were right flaunting their beavers. <laughs> That's okay. That's a good days. team name. I might have to change yeah, it. I was about to say, we got some Mr. Bichester's <laughs> down and flung the beers. All right, JR, what beer you get? All right, so this is, um, I think at this point, most of y'all know that I, I'm a fan of Modern Times beers, and so this is another one here. Um, Today I learned that JR is a fan of Modern Times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is called Beastmaster, uh, Imperial Stout aged in, or double aged in bourbon barrels. What does double aged mean? So I think they use like one type of bourbon barrel and then like a different type afterwards. So they transfer They've it over. aged it in two separate barrels. Yeah. So you get two different oh. types of flavors. Let's see if we can do this one. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's All a right. oomph to it, man. <laughs> Some base. It okay, I'll, I'll do this too. Let's see if I can get the pour. Oh, yeah. No way. No way. Oh, that's a good mic. All right. Oh, and by the way, too, I'm using my um, football glass. Me too. Of I don't know if anyone's seen those, but uh, we got some podcast glasses. Uh, I guess this season or no, last season. Last season. Yeah, last season. Yeah. Was it in between? Yeah, it was in between the seasons. Yeah, but we didn't. Uh, we haven't get. A, we didn't get a chance to use them. Um, so hopefully this year we'll we start meeting up. Our first try, and someone forgot. I think that de- uh, that got deleted, <laughs> so we're not going to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so we got these, and uh, hopefully we can use them going forward. Um, what about you, Cheeto? What kind of beer do you have? Well, my yearly beer purchases are at Sam's Place, so <laughs> I, I lost out on some of those. But I was able to uh, go home. My mom had ginger beer. It's not, right. it's not in the same sense of beer, beer as you guys, but sure. it's just a hey, pretty good a standard Jamaican ginger beer, and it's very good. Oh. Big, big fan. Is it spicy? No, nah, it's got a little bit to it because you know ginger. It's, yeah. good. it's not like ginger ale. This is like heavy ginger, uh, but it tastes good. Big fan of it. I don't. I already opened it. Sorry, so. Sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, there we go. There we go. We'll just use that over <laughs> it. But uh, that's what I got this time around. All right, you have to bring one of those next time. I'll have to. Yeah, I'd like to sure. try that. But uh, all right, we got our beers. And um, how about we start with Sam? We'll start off going around about talking about the draft and kind of just some thoughts on it. And then uh, I think we're going to follow the same pattern that we did last year. We'll talk about a dark horse. We'll talk about a, a horse horse. Yeah, the horse and, horse, baby. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, go ahead and kick us off, Sam. Who do you got? So I think my first uh, guy I'm going to talk about is Joseph. And it pains me to say this, but I think Joseph, once again, has a awesome team. Um, Everyone's got, favorite Winkler. Pretty standard. He's got great value, kind of top to bottom to me. Um, I think 
his team is is overall pretty stacked. He's got um, Jonathan Taylor, Chris Carson. Um, He's got Gibson in Washington, too. Got Gibson. And then, well, see, this has been two weeks now from the draft, so some of the more notable injuries are J.K. Dobbins is out. <sighs> and <laughs> Travis Etienne. Yeah, Etienne. Etienne's yeah. gone. Cam Akers is gone. So one of those is a... Benefited Joseph, so now Joseph has you know Augustus Edwards on his bench. Um, so his team is looking real, real good to me. Um, he's got some good options. Uh, his receivers are good. Um, Amari Cooper should be good again. There's maybe some small concern there with he's got other good receivers in Dallas with C.D. Lamb and Michael Mm -hmm. Gallup, but I think he's been the number one guy and should still be. You know, at worst, a solid player. Um, I like Scary Terry a lot in Washington. He's got Fitzpatrick throwing bombs to him now, which I think hopefully that's who he has. Yeah. So I think that's. I guess that's a kind of a side thought I have is people seem really high on Washington this year, and I think there's a good Mm -hmm. chance um, that kind of doesn't deliver. But I don't think there's much risk to Terry McLaurin. No, No, he's going to be great regardless. We said this um, in the first go through of the podcast, and I wanted to make sure you, you know, reiterate, reiterate it. Eh, said it again. Boom. Not even alcohol. Uh, you're drinking Cheeto. Alcohol ginger. You said Terry McLaurin was going to finish where, as far as rankings at the end. Did of I season. say top ten? You said top ten. No, that was two of them. You said okay. Make you're sure going to it. You're gonna stick to it. <laughs> I like Terry McLaurin, top ten receiver. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, um, can we can we get the stone cold? <laughs> Go luck of the century. Oh wait, of the week. Of the week. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think McLaurin's good, but I feel like like just to your statement, like oh, he's got Fitzpatrick thrown to him now. It's like when is it? When have we ever said that in a positive light? I guess <laughs> in, See, in the recent. I think recent he's, a, he's like a Jameis Winston style quarterback to me, where he's good at fantasy and maybe not as good real life, and he's willing to air it out and take some risky. 50-50 pros, and so like an interception doesn't hurt Terry McLaurin, but giving him more chances to catch a deep ball is a good thing. That's fair. And you know who he had last year's Dwayne Haskins and Kyle Allen had, was it? Heineke, Kyle Allen. Yep. And not exactly an impressive crew, and not that. Uh, you know, I think that's my skepticism about the Washington offense overall. I don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be some, you know, saving grace. But yeah. I think for the receivers, it's an upgrade. Sure. So a big enough upgrade for top 10. We'll remember that one. I'm right sticking with it, Cheeto. All right. All right. Like you know, re- regardless of the quarterback, I feel like any anyone who it is, like who's the quarterback would be there is just going to throw it to him. So he's got the talent yeah. to, to catch it. So. And so he's got some other good picks, too. I like uh, Heisman winner Devontae Smith. Um, I don't know about Jalen Hurts as a quarterback, but. Devontae Smith gets um, very open. And for two bucks. What I remember at college. Yeah, get a solid. uh, He's got. I I like Chris Carson a lot. Um, Spoiler alert. I wanted either Chris Carson or Daryl Henderson as my second running back. Um, Joseph got Chris Carson for a lot lower price than I spent on (laughs) Daryl Henderson, who then got Sony Michelle added to his team. (laughs) So I'm in shambles over here. And Joseph's sitting pretty. Joseph taking and, Chris Carson is the biggest 
I mean, every year, just like, there goes every Joseph year. taking Chris Carson, yeah. and none of us really do anything about it. <laughs> it's like, he's like late. a solid, yeah, he's a solid. I'm sitting dude, there next like, to Brian at the draft, and he's like, someone bid up Joseph on Chris Carson. I have $2. I'm like, uh, I can't. Not gonna be <laughs> He's going to get this dude for 24 bucks. <laughs> yeah, he ended up getting a number one, you know, running back on a probably run first. I guess it depends if they let Russell cook or not. But. Well, they fired their offensive yeah, partner last year for oh, oh. maybe throwing too much. Yeah, I forgot what. Yeah, I forgot what his name was. But yeah, they got rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schottenheimer. Um, but yeah, I think him getting that for twenty four, based on how the running back market looked this year at the draft, that's that's a that's real good. Yep. And it, maybe the knock on Chris Carson is his health. He's got um, yep, absolutely Rashad Penny. You know, waiting. He's still got Gus Bus on his bench. Uh, I saw Joseph has Zach Ertz, who I guess isn't getting traded. You know, I'm not sure that he's going to be good, but is a fine dart throw at tight end. He's got Jawan Johnson. I don't know if he didn't draft him. I think he picked him up on the waivers. I'm looking no, at his team right yeah. now. Yeah, but that guy's got, you know, dual eligibility as a wide receiver, so probably a good tight end. And uh, Michael Thomas uh, for a dollar late in the draft. I got him for five. Oh, for five. Yeah, yeah, it's, a yeah it's still, I mean, it's a flyer-ish, and he's not going to play for the first, what, five weeks, something like yeah. that. If that guy comes back and he's, you know, two-thirds as good as he has been. That's a great yeah. game. And he has Jameis, right? Is he still on his team? Jameis. Yeah, okay, so good. And, or stack. And I think, you know, Jameis, again, even if Jameis isn't a great real-life quarterback, um, his last season in Tampa Bay was really good fantasy one. Yeah. I think so, Jameis will be better than Fitzpatrick yeah. as far as... I, I think Jameis has the, as you're saying, the talent to actually throw the ball wherever. It just sometimes it's to the other jersey, but um, yeah, <laughs> I think he'll be better this time around being under. He's on a Drew Brees for a year and champion. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, J- Joseph, I think had some of the best values, um, and has just a well-rounded team. So mm-hmm. I think Joseph he's got a, a safe team. I don't think he's got some of the you know massive upside with his picks, but I think he's almost a lock to make the playoffs. But no, he did what he normally does. He. Pick safe, he picks Chris Carson and you know some other maybe under the radar value picks and then the whole back end of the draft is just him, you know, why we call him Taller General is those dart throws. All he has to do is hit a couple of those and his lineup really comes to life and he's already done mm-hmm. that with Gus Edwards with one of them. So <laughs> um that's just classic Joseph. Yeah, I mentioned this last time too. Uh, my only beef is that he's still the Dollar General when obviously he spent two dollars on several more players than he did one dollar. So that's that's my biggest beef with this team. I can't believe this guy's teammate. This economy? Can you believe this guy? Yeah, <laughs> he's only really got two players he spent a dollar on, not counting his defense. Oh, that's another thing though. He got the Rams, you know, last yeah, year number one defense for a dollar. Yeah. For a dollar, yeah. Pretty relatively early too. Like Sick this, of this guy. It wasn't at the end of the. <laughs> End of the draft. So, no, he did really well. All right. Uh, we got Cheeto next. Who you got, Cheeto? I could pick someone. Here, we'll, we'll just go to. We're going to do one Winkler. We'll do the other one right after him. All right. So, Winkler sandwich. <laughs> Bring that one back. <laughs> no, but uh, we'll talk about Brian's team. And I mentioned this the first time through. I don't need to say that because they don't know what the first time through sounded like. But yeah. with uh, the market this year, as far as the draft is concerned, was all over the place. And I think it was really all over the place with 
tight ends. Travis Kelsey being his number one for $66. I feel is way, way, way too much. Now, Travis Kelsey is a bona fide stud. He led the league in like receptions and yards at one point before Diggs took it from him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on the best offense in the league, which he was able to stack with Patrick Mahomes. That's going to be money all season, but 66 that's a little rich for me. I think it's a hefty he price. Gone, yeah, very, very hefty. He could have gone, you know, as a, my favorite, I guess, value pick at tight end was George Kittle. You get a, one of those top three, four guys for 39. I think that's probably more in line with where a top 10 end should be going. But either way, he's not going to regret it at the end of the year. He's going to have probably the number one tight end. I think he's been the number one tight end in the past five years. So, <laughs> which it'll is probably absurd. Be six. Yeah, which is. And he, uh, last year, he was number one by 100 points. It wasn't even close. Like, it's, it's Travis Kelsey and argument else. for Kelsey is, like, the difference between tight end one and tight end five yep. is, like, 100 yeah. points it's versus, massive. like, the wide receiver one. Wide receiver five is, like, half of that. Yeah, it's pretty close. But so, pretty good I guess the other way around is the difference between, you know, when you get the four, four and on, it's kind of like everyone's kind of looking Crushy. for a dart throw. So mm-hmm. it's... Going 66, you know, these it's going to be worth it in the end, I'm sure. But maybe you could have gone elsewhere with some of that money. Hey, man, he's got this guy. Yeah, he got this guy. He got the stack to go with it. That's going to be a force each week. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't a big fan of Joe Mixon. I think that was his number one running back he took. Um, Joe Mixon, <laughs> he had injuries last year. Kind of tough to trust, I think, going into this year. But with no Giovanni Bernard... He does have that backfield to himself. I know the offensive line is still pretty putrid um, in Cincinnati to go along with a lot of other things in Cincinnati. Um, but again, it's kind of a similar situation to uh, Najee Harris. That backfield is his. And getting a number one running back with all that volume is worth 41, especially given the prices we had this year. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But going on, like just going through the rest of his picks, like those are his big money makers or money where he spent the most money. Uh, luckily, he does have James Robinson. We did mention Travis Etienne getting hurt. Uh, he went back to James Robinson this year and he ended up, he's going to have him with the uh, backfield to his own again. And he, I don't think James Robinson was a fluke last year. Uh, he was really, really good on a team that really didn't have any other weapons. He plays um, the Texans twice a year. It's the play of Texans twice a year. <laughs> oh, that hurts to say that we are Jacksonville. The Texans are Jacksonville now. Yeah. Um, so I think that'll say, I think that was his best pick overall. And he still got some pretty good, I think, a lot of your takes. I think, he, yeah, his Javante Williams, mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton, and uh, Trey Sermon. Like, I'm, I'm believers in those. Uh, I think the top of his lineup, we'll see where that goes with Mixon and I think Lockett. Um, what do you think about um, DeAndre Swift, you know? Uh, Detroit. Do I have to say anything else? <laughs> uh, like I, I, like I'll give any of y'all. Like I don't know. Is he the only guy there though? Yeah. Uh, can no, you name any other skill players? Can you? Oh, oh yeah, that's uh, right. Jamal Williams. Yeah. Yeah, but can yeah, you name right. like their starting receivers? Like go. I can. You can. <laughs> Tyrell Williams. Okay, that's team. one. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna take a sip. I'm here on too. Raw. Cool name. <laughs> I'm on Raw. Okay, that's the number three. Do you know the number two? Nobody does. Anyway, so for Detroit, <laughs> DeAndre Swift, he might be really good, like as a player, but that team's going to be down a lot, and I don't see him having too much of a like a big impact. 
Um, but again, but, that's why he has James Robinson and Javante. Yeah. The one so, thing that might help is I mean, DeAndre Swift might be a good um, flex, and especially now with James Robinson probably being yeah. your number two. So. Yeah, absolutely. So he yeah. gets it. I think I like Brian's backups. I think he got some good value. I'm not crazy yeah. about some of his starters, like Tyler Lockett. Um, had like two giant games last mm-hmm. year, and then lots of quiet ones. Um, I'm with you. I'm not a, you know, huge believer in Joe Mixon or DeAndre Swift, but he got um, yeah, you know, Trey Sermon as a backup has a, a realistic chance at being a a really elite guy later in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of his best values of the whole draft was Dak Prescott for three bucks. I think that's a great value, but he's well, sorry, Graham Mahomes. <laughs> so. Pouring out what I have for you. <laughs> so, you know, I think no, maybe he hopes to trade him later or, you know, just have an insurance oh, policy for some of those. Mahomes. But yeah, I don't think there's ever been a blockbuster trade for a quarterback in this league. You can change that, Sam. Actually, the first year, I think uh, Steven traded me uh, Megatron for Matt Stafford. Oh. What? So that was pretty good. <laughs> for who? That was it. That was it. Straight up. Yeah, he's whoever Stevens' quarterback was got hurt. Ah, uh, oh, we've come okay. a long way. We have come a long, long way. <laughs> but no, I'm with you. I think Brian's depth is much better than than I guess the starting line. Well, sorry, I cut you off, Jr. Go ahead. So, I mean, this is a little off track, but what year is this of the league like officially? I know eight, it wasn't here. Seven? No, eight. Eight? No, no. Okay. This is nine because we've had three. Double winners, me, J.R. Joseph, and Kareem and David. So there's eight just winners. Love bringing that up. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Chino. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, I just, yeah, I thought that was relevant to what we we're talking about. So yeah, just yeah. and Cheeto went back back from what I remember. Oh, yeah, that's true, man. It's been a while, but yes, that yeah. has happened. Okay. Um, but, so this so is you're nine. Really we have eight yeah. winners. This is nine. <laughs> I don't think Sam was. Wait, let me go back through it again. Me, Joseph, Jr. Yeah, no Sam, no Sam yet. Oh, but this okay. is your nine. This is your nine. You check those stats. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I'm just throwing this out there, and we'll, we'll keep going here. But year ten feels like a big deal, right? We got to do something special for that. Hmm. Ten years. Ten years. Of, ten years of, one year, of one league. That's pretty good. Oh, that is really good. We we can bring it up with uh, yeah. the champ commish. Yeah, commish champ. Hey, before we leave Brian, though, I got beef with his name. But who are the chefs? <laughs> who what? are the chefs? What is that? At the end of the know. day, doesn't doesn't matter. <laughs> I've got I mean, beef with it. Why do you have beef with it? I think he has two chefs on his team. I don't. Yeah, he's, he's talking about the yeah. He's talking about the chefs on his team. But we know who they are. Do you know? I don't I think do. you do. <laughs> You're about to find out, Sam. This, this I guess I'll be surprised. Well, I get to find out first. I think I play him first. I think so. So to right. tie that well, up, there, let me know. To tie that up, there's issues with both Winkler's names. So I have beef. Sam has beef. <laughs> Beef. Cheetah gets a beef. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do y'all have anything else on uh, the chef's team? <laughs> I've said my piece. Yeah, we All right. Out of the way first. <laughs> so, we'll go ahead and move on to uh, me. I'll, I'll, I'll pick uh, Roa. Again, I, I keep bringing oh, this up because I'm pretty proud of it. Time. It's almost like I won the championship last year by picking Roa as my horse horse. <laughs> so I'm going to keep touting that. Um, but That's are you great. not entertained? I was entertained last year. And maybe I'll be entertained this year again, Roa. So uh, let's see who he has. Um, Najee Harris, I really like that pick a lot. 
Um, 55 is kind of high, I think, for a rookie running back, but he's, like Cheeto mentioned, he's going to be the guy there, uh, much to his um, dismay, I think, as a, as a Ravens fan. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I'll he's the guy my- there, and he's going to get his touches. What was that? So I'll keep my Pittsburgh hate to a minimum, but I will say, to your first point, I do remember Chris McCaffrey and Saquon when they were rookies. They went around the same price as well. So, oh, okay. Uh, How'd that it, turn out? It turned out pretty well because I, <laughs> <laughs> I had one of them. Uh, but I do think for a guy who is known to overspend, not spending over 55 this year, huge, oh, win, huge win. That's a win. Yeah. For sure. Continue. Um, so that, and then also uh, CEH. I think that's pretty good, too. Again, with the high-powered offense like the, the Chiefs, um, it's, it's hard to go wrong with uh, someone in that backfield. And so um, I think he's going to do well there. He surprisingly did not spend $50 on Aaron Rodgers this year. See, that's what I'm saying. I can't believe it. <laughs> he's he's, so he's growing so much. <laughs> and it's, it's just a joy to watch. <laughs> $10. And it was good up naturally. You, you didn't start off with 10 It's just like yeah. nice, easy. Mm, 10, 11, 40. That's not how it worked this time. <laughs> um, Get this guy. <laughs> uh, who else has he got? So he drafted Julio Jones and Adam Thielen. Um, I think I'm higher on Julio Jones um, than maybe some people. I think Sam, we, we've talked about this before. Um, but moving to a different offense, um, I think that's going to help out a lot. An offense that has Derrick Henry, I think takes the focal point off um, Julio Jones again. And I know you mentioned that he had Calvin Ridley last year, but. I think uh, spreading it out a little more overall total offense versus just a different receiver uh, is going to help him out. And if they can just get the quarterback to throw him the ball in the end zone, that may turn out pretty well. So uh, for 21 bucks, I I feel like that's not too bad. Um, Adam Thielen, I think he's going to be good too. Um, I don't know. I think he's kind of on the the downside of his career maybe. I think he had a pretty decent year last year, but not the same guy he was a few years ago. Yep. Um, Mark Andrews, solid tight end. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> <Chita> <laughs> likes that one. Uh, and he was. I mean, I had him last year, and he was great. Um, you know, I think he's up there in that top five discussion for 16 bucks. Um, there's not. I mean, there's going to be a gap between him and Kelsey, but there's a gap between Kelsey and everyone. So yeah. um, I think he's, he's solidly in that second tier of very good tight ends. Um, and then Tom Brady, uh, as your backup, right? Um, who else does he have? Uh, let's see here. DJ Moore, I think that's a, a solid receiver. Um, and then with, um, who's the receiver that went from, well, I think I have him, uh, Curtis Samuel. So maybe yeah. that'll help uh, DJ Moore out a little bit in Carolina. Uh, they did draft Terrace Marshall Jr., who I think has been lighting up so far through the preseason. Oh, so okay. Trying to replace Curtis Samuel, they drafted a, a guy in the second round. And then they extended Robbie Moore uh, for, what, two seasons? I think they gave him big money for two seasons. So it's still kind of a a fight there. And they still have, or not still, but now they have Sam Darnold. Uh, So we'll see how that offense looks. Sam Darnold has some history with Robbie. uh, Yeah. Um, That's true. But I still believe in DJ Moore's talent. I think he's a really good receiver. But yeah, they have that as maybe a flex or just to put in behind Thielen and just some depth yeah Yeah. and then uh, Leonard Fournette for five bucks that's not bad either you know maybe you'll use him every now and then by week or something like that or if something happens to uh, one of his running backs Um, but yeah I think overall he is a very solid team and again just seeing the progression year over year over the past couple of years I think is something to be proud of really just tear to my eye man 
just it's so great. Cheeto uh, and JR uh, higher on on Rose team than I am. I think. I, uh, I, I think that's you. jealousy. I think that's what that's called. I'm with you. I'm okay. I think his weak point is the receivers, but well, I'm gonna say, he could do worse at receivers like Sam did. So like, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> so his his two running backs though he's got a rookie which I think mm-hmm. is likely to be really good, but that's like what everyone thought last year about his other his other running back of Clyde Edwards Alaire who, you know, by no means bad, just not great. And so it's just kind of a the risk, and it's an unknown. And he's got two guys. His um, you know, Kansas City running back wasn't, you know, an all-star last year. He'd still be solid, and that's who his other guy is. So um, he got some amount of risk on his running back. I don't think either of them are going to be a bust. But, you know, neither of them are a lock for, a, you know, a top 12 running back either. I'm I don't think those are solid oh, running backs. Though. I, would, I would say those are locks for top twelve. You so know, both of those guys are locks for top twelve. I is that your bold take? Yeah, if we want to make a bold, like that's not even that bold, is it? I mean, he's got two, two top twelve running backs. He's got two. Running two backs. Like I'm not saying like he's got like top six. Like, but, but they, you can see both these guys finishing somewhere in that ten to twelve range. Not you can see. You know, are you locking it down? No, we'll lock that in there. <laughs> I loved it. Um, to defend, <laughs> I guess, Najee Harris, uh, Pittsburgh, the defense is legit. The offensive weapons are great. Their offensive line is booty. And Leonard <laughs> Roethlisberger is still old and fat. Now, I, I think they, made, they signed a few people to the offensive line. And Ben, he, is, he was a year off of like Tommy John surgery last year. So that probably didn't help. Uh, him being fat, but if those <laughs> if, folks, if if those turn around, even if he plays like just a little better, they get a little better to where he can at least stretch the field. There's no other running back in Pittsburgh. It's going to Najiers, and we saw him in Alabama. He's a stud. I don't know how Alabama turns out these cyborgs every year running back. <laughs> he's a three down back. He's going to see a lot of volume like too. He's he's going to be solid. Like I. I think having that as your number one is is a good good start. And for Clyde, I think he was extremely unlucky getting into the end zone, as we saw, I think, versus Texas <laughs> that one week. He got stuffed like three straight plays. And I think that was a theme throughout the year, like him just not being able to convert on those short or goal line situations. I think that should trend or I guess regress back to the, the mean as far as like he should be able to convert on some of those, and especially on the team that is as creative as with play calling and with Andy Reid there, like they'll find a way to not just like, hey, run it up the gut, see what you can do with it. Um, and again, that's probably the number one offense uh, in the yeah. league. So if you have He's that, not a good offense, you have the number one that. running back. Yeah, that's that's a formula for having, I think, a top twelve running back. Uh, well, he had that same situation last year, and I don't sure. know where he finished, but I think that because he got hurt near the end of the year, and that's where yeah. Daryl Williams came in and kind of, you know, carved a roll out. From there, I don't. If he's able to stay healthy, or both these guys are able to stay healthy, I think Rowe is looking at two 10 to 12 running backs, and he's feeling pretty good about it. All right. Um, I think his receivers, um, Julio Jones, is going from one of the pass happiest teams in the league to one of the least. Um, I think they'll pass more than they did last year. I have Tannehill, so I'm hoping so, but I think he'll be the number two. I know JR's talking about. Uh, having some help with Derrick Henry. Um, 
He's also got AJ Brown, who I think, you know, Julio's not going to get double covered all the time, but I think he's going to be the number two receiver to AJ Brown, who's just a monster. I'm a big AJ Brown fan. Um, I think Julio would be fine. I think he's be a better real life receiver than a fantasy one because I don't know that he's going to get. I feel like he's always been that, to know, be honest. 150 <laughs> targets anymore. I still think he gets, you know, at least 100, though. I, um, I think it'll be interesting if they, again, realize who they have to throw to in the end zone. Yeah. I, and again, I know AJ Brown is there, but I think for whatever reason, the Falcons just never really did that, which is just never odd. Never did it. Yeah, I do think in the in his favor is they have kind of a narrow passing tree. They have AJ Brown and they have Julio Jones, and they don't really have an exciting third option. Uh, so Derrick Henry is pretty exciting. He doesn't get thrown the ball too. I mean, as far no, as no, but the, but the reason is you have to stack the box against Derrick Henry. You have to, yeah. which is going to give Julio or AJ a lot of opportunities on the outside. So I'm, I'm with you. Like he won't get as many targets. It's not going to be as pass happy, but they're going to be really efficient with yeah. those targets. Tannehill has has been a very efficient quarterback over the last yeah. two years since he left Adam Gase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just one more thing is Thielen, I think last year had like 14 touchdowns and less yeah, than a thousand receiving right. yards. It's not it seems like something that's bound for some regression. Yeah, especially yeah. not with Jefferson there. That's the guy there now. So. Yeah, that's the dude. But anyway, uh, I'll stop hating on Roa. I do like Mark Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> Got to defend Roa here. It's just like, the wide receivers are the weakest part, but I think you can, again, you can do worse than Julio Jones and Adam Thielen as you want to. Yeah. I did. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, Sam <laughs> so you can definitely do worse at your receiver position. I think Roe overall has like the safest team. It's from top to bottom, it's just like good talent, good depth. It's really low maintenance. He doesn't have to pick up multiple defenses or multiple kickers. He literally just has to change out whenever he sees a bye week. Mm-hmm. And I think he's set. Like, this is a very, Easy team to work with here. Scaring over from last year, keeping that momentum going. Yep. All right, so that wraps up Roa. Um, and then we'll, I guess we'll jump back to Sam to see uh, who wants to get into next. Who does he want to hate on this time? Oh, I'm going to switch that and go into some love with uh, my wife. Slowly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at her that's team. It, and before it, she hears it from someone else, I'm going to say that I have uh, from our first podcast to the second try, I have uh, warmed up to her team some more, and now I think looking at it, and I'm, I'm pretty high on it. Uh, I think. You know, I think all... you're pretty safe to not even mention that. I mean, that never I existed. Don't think so. I don't trust either of you. <laughs> was, yeah, we would have been the first to say. <laughs> make it seem way worse than it was. And it, it was pretty bad. I thought it was pretty bad. It was not bad. Really. <laughs> we'll talk about this later. She was in my house. <laughs> don't listen to them. Um. I think what we all agree is she got one of the best values of the draft with the first Steel. pick. Absolutely. Absolutely. Best pick draft. Um, Devontae no, I, again, I will defend Lowly because you didn't last time. Lowly told <laughs> asked David, hey, am I good to go? David said yes. I, I didn't not defend. Hey, I didn't have anything to say about you, 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 exactly, That's not defending, is it? If you have nothing to say, that's not defending. I wasn't attacking. <laughs> <laughs> not defending. It's the same he was as neutral. He was being neutral. The same as attacking. No, Lowly. I wasn't defending because she was not under attack. <laughs> <laughs> she's just all I, all I hear is, Cheeto. All yeah. I hear is Sam attacking. That's all I hear. Uh, no, she made sure it was okay to make or to start the draft to nominate Devontae. I don't even think Brian was ready yet. I don't think his computer was. Up. Well, that's on again. That's that's on Brian. That's on me for looking so. at it and not doing anything about it. It's just like we're all at fault here, but not Lowly. Lowly okay. did whatever she needed to do and got 
as Unless she knew what she was doing and just kept well, doing she, it anyway. <laughs> uh, no, as Sam said, that's probably the best value pick in the draft. Absolutely. You got the probably best receiver. I think you maybe can make a or you can make an argument for Tyreek Hill, but this is definitely like one of the top two. He's for under fifty. Ridiculous. Under 50. And she got him for forty nine dollars. Um I think she lost some ground with the next pick of Nick Chubb for seventy nine. I think that was a little bit expensive, but I think he's a really high floor guy. Um he's gonna be solid. I think maybe but, he doesn't have like the number one running back upside like some other people, but he's he's gonna be fine. So a couple things there. Um, one, I think I think Cleveland has probably one of the better offensive lines. So I think that's going to be that's going to end up being a great pick. But also, I think we're at the end of a run of running backs, and at that point, you kind of have to spend that money to get to get a high tier back. So that's what he, she wanted to get one of the guys yeah. that was high on a list, and so she made sure she did. Yep. Um, I think her next two receivers um, have some risk, but I think or at least the ones I'm looking at. I think both of them have just sky-high upside, and that's C.D. Lamb and Brandon Ayuk. I think both of those guys, and I'm not going to guarantee this, but you know, could finish either one of them as the top 12 receiver. Um, Dallas has a lot of mouths to feed. Sam, goodness. <laughs> no, I called a different... Did I say a running back? Who was my other top 12 pick? You don't even remember McClellan? Oh, it was... Uh, I said top 10. So this is, I'm hedging my bets a little bit. <laughs> two more spaces. And I'm saying one of these two. Uh, I think, you know, lots of five rounds, CD Lamb and Ayuk, both of these guys uh, have lots of potential. Um, Ayuk is on a team with a, a coach I'm a big fan of. I think Shanahan is a really good offensive coach. Um, so I, I think, you know, if one or both of these guys hit, along with Devontae Adams, she's got really good receiving core. Yep. Um, I'm not sure about Kyle Pitts. I don't know what to make of him. I think he's another guy with a lot of potential. Um, <laughs> don't, 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 no, no, stop it, Jay. Yeah, I, I won't do it for you, Jay. You're, you're thinking it. You're thinking it. That's no, all that matters. I'm, about, I'm starting <laughs> with that, and I'm about to lead into why he's a good pick, though. He's the highest drafted tight end ever, um, and I think losing Julio, I think he's going to be at least their plan in Atlanta is that that's is basically the number two receiver. Um did he a, get a touchdown last week in there well not last week. I guess yeah last week in their like, game. Like a solid catch like and run. I don't know if he had a touchdown. Okay. But not, I'm not paying attention to Atlanta too too but carefully. But yeah, yeah you're right. He's probably the number two receiver. They're not gonna line him up at the end of the line yeah. at any point. Yeah, yeah, zero, zero. <laughs> you know, rookie tight ends don't typically perform well. I think this guy's, you know, essentially tight end in name only. He's going to yeah. play receiver for him. Um, and as I was talking about earlier with Julio going from the past happiest team to one of the least, this guy is going to be on a team that's thrown a ton. I don't think Atlanta's going to have a good defense. So this guy's got lots of opportunity to produce. And I liked Lowy's uh, pick for a running back, too. Uh, you know, assuming that she has these good receivers. Um, Mike Davis, I don't think, is going to light the world on fire, but I think he's got a high-volume you know, safe situation that he's not going to be a, a dud each week. And then she's got some good um, uh, kind of dart throws. A.J. Dillon it mm-hmm. might have some standalone value, getting maybe like 10 carries a week. I don't think they typically ride Aaron Jones into the dirt. Um, and if anything happens to Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon is going to be one of the best running backs in the league. Um, 
as you got Chenault in Jacksonville, who's got, you know, some more um, chance to be really good. My only my only real knock on Lily's team is her her two quarterbacks. Um, she's got Kirk Cousins and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't think any of those guys are gonna be great, but I also think that's probably the easiest position to go find yeah, uh, on find the waiver wire, one. like she did last year when she got um, what's his Herbert. face and Herbert and from the Chargers, <laughs> who was like. Was he top five? Lit the world on fire. Yeah, he's yeah. good. So I think her team's looking real good. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good, especially, like you said, her receiving core and at least a number one running back. I think you, I mean, she has a very solid team. And then Ayuk for six bucks, like if that ends up being uh, her number two receiver, which she's, I'm sure she's hoping for, um, for $6, that's a steal. So that's one of the guys I'm looking back looking at and uh, kicking myself for not having any receivers on my team. Like I could have got that dude for six bucks, but it's also, well, actually, no, she got it. She got it pretty early for $6. So I, I'm looking at pick yeah, number 68. She did it again. She <laughs> pulled the wool over at like Devonte Adams. Sam wasn't ready. <laughs> He's in the bathroom. No, I just already spent all my money. Yeah, he had no money though. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good recap. Better than last time, for sure. Yeah, much better. Much smoother <laughs> this time around. Oof. So uh, we'll, we'll keep it moving. And uh, who you got, Sheeta? Okay. We're going to go over V's team. And again, I'm going to put this out there first. I think V has a good team. Okay? <laughs> you should have heard what said the first time. She's, she's not going to hear that everything after this is going to be what she hears. Please. Here comes Do the not part. think... <laughs> Do not think I hate your team. I think V's team is really good. Uh, starting at the top, Alvin Kamara. I think we mentioned several times that the running back market was absolutely insane. I think the overall uh, what was it, the cost of the top 10 most expensive players in this year's draft was 10 bucks higher than last year. And I think if we went back to like top 15, top 20, it would be even more. Uh, we had four guys over 80. If you're going to take a running back for over 80, Alvin Kamara needs to be one of them. Yes. Um, dude's going to be probably top three running back. The guy's great. So I think the Jameis quarterback helps him. No, agreed. Because uh, he's a big pass-catching guy. And Taysom probably would vulture some of those. Well, I guess it, it depends because you can say with Drew Brees, like, as great as he is, like last year, he could not throw the ball more than 15, 20 yards. And that's where Kamara does most of his damage. So maybe he does lose deep catches. Hmm? Kamara does most of his damage catching balls like no, yeah, no, like a screen and that's yeah, like a yeah. screen and that's it. So I'm saying like oh, yeah. Drew, like, oh yeah, yeah, Drew had yeah. to do like the, what the one play versus uh, it was Green Bay last year where he cut it says on the box score like 60 yard pass from Drew Brees. It was just like <laughs> a two <laughs> yard jump off. James like, versus Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill's probably oh, absolutely. less likely to oh, yeah. dump no. off and to run it himself. The only no, thing I might like, see though with Jameis is maybe he might run it a little more than yeah, a little bit more, Drew yeah. ever did. More than yeah. Drew, True. yeah. Sure. True. I don't think that hurts Kamara. Nearly uh, maybe not. Yeah, it's not gonna put a dent in his score. I think Kamara's gonna be a really good pick. Cooper Cup. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the LA offense right now. Just because they have a, a better quarterback. Yep. Except okay. Like the <laughs> pass catchers. I think the pass catchers are gonna so Cooper Cup, Woods, uh Higby, JR's guy. I think are going to be huge <laughs> benefactors. When they, 
Yep. <laughs> I picked them willingly. Uh, <laughs> I think they're going to be huge benefactors to having a more <laughs> skillful quarterback back there than Jared Goff. So I like her top two. And then we have to discuss Justin Tucker for $6. At some point, we have to put our foot down and say, this is too much money for a kicker. It's, I think we mentioned the first time, like, if you put Tucker for six, she had nine bucks left at the end of the draft, too. It's like, she that's a lot of money maybe left on yeah. the table for other picks. Um, as much as I love Justin Tucker, probably my favorite Longhorn ever. And that's <laughs> hard for me to say. Um, six bucks is still a little much. To put that into context, uh, Brandon Ake went for $6. Went for, yeah, the guy we yeah. just talked about is possibly being, you know, <laughs> a number one or a number, a good compliment to Lily's uh, number one receiver. It's just like, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, you'll but be, that's her guy. She's had him for how many years in a row now? Oh, what? He, she didn't have him last year. Someone else had well, him last year. I think in total, maybe that's what I'm thinking. It just She's had him for like a lot of years. Because she, because I had Justin Tucker when he first came out, and then V said, no, you can't have that. Taking stuff from Cheeto just feels better. I think that's what she gets the association, but she's had him, I think, for most, like maybe like three of the last four or something like that. Okay. So, yeah, go get your guy. I really wish your guy wasn't a kicker. So, <laughs> but hey, he's going to be good. Your kicker is taken care of. Um, she rebounded really nicely. I think Allen Robinson, if that dude ever gets a quarterback, like, Al Robinson's so good. He's had Blake Bortles. He's had Nick Foles. He's had Mitch Trubisky. He's just had terrible quarterback. Had a terrible quarterback, yet he still puts out number one receiver numbers like each year. So mm-hmm. getting that for 29, the pair of cup. I love her receivers a lot. Able you know where to... I want to lock that guy into, Chino? Top 10 or 12? Do you want to do that? I, I, I'm going to stop, but I'm tempted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay I'll, I'll give you the rest of we'll put him the him yeah, we'll, we'll think about that. I think you that's easy, easier than uh, than your last ones. But um, Miles Sanders after that, again, getting a really cheap running back. Um, not necessarily the flashiest one, but getting one at 17 in this year's market, really solid. Again, I loved like all of her picks. Go ahead. And he's the guy there, right? Like he's the yeah, main. He's, he's okay. the dude. No, it is. Oh, they always seem to have a committee. They saw Boston Scott, so like he's still there. It's got like a did they? Question mark? Yeah. There's some other guy there now. Devontae I don't really like the Miles Sanders pick, but I really <laughs> like him. He can't remember his name. He probably Raheem Mostert. Yeah, no. yeah, Mostert after that. Either way, like, he has... For, like, he's at least going to start the season as the number one running back on a really good running Trey Sermon will definitely take some from that, but... But he's a guy I, like Kamara that doesn't need a ton of care. Yeah, exactly. He's so fit because he's probably the fastest dude or one of the fastest dudes by entire kill. Maybe last the year, he had like yeah. the two fastest plays on the field, like yeah. clocked in an actual game. The guy's an absolute freak. burner if he stays healthy mm-hmm. and he gets those big plays. We're saying like that's that's nice. And I know I fought Sun on this one. I think Odell for seven dollars. I think we're sleeping on him a little bit. Yes, he plays for the Browns, and yes, you, you know towards ACLS, you didn't get the play. He struggled two years ago with him in his first year with him. But that was with Freddie Kitchens, who was the most Browns coach I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. And even when he struggled, he still had over a thousand yards, and I think he had seven touchdowns. I think so. That's still like good. He's by far the most talented receiver on that team coming this year. I think Odell Beckham's ceiling is you know right back up there in the high wide receiver two talk, and he got him for seven bucks, or she got him for seven bucks. Like that's 
I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going past that, I have to <laughs> discuss the quarterback story for Kareem. Uh, I think her, <laughs> I, we talked about Jalen Hurts a little bit. I loved her second quarterback pick, Justin Herbert, more than that, because Justin Herbert had such a high ceiling, I think, this year. Um, but going to the third quarterback, you know, Kareem spent most of his draft looking for someone to play a quarterback. He couldn't find, and running back for that matter, he couldn't get anyone. And he finally gets the chance. He puts Matt Ryan up. I'm sitting next to Vita in the draft. V looks down at her computer and says, oh, Matt Ryan. Bits. Cream can't get Matt Ryan anymore. And Cream looks, looks at V with the most incredulous look, just like, why are you bidding this for your third quarterback? And V looks down and is just like, huh? And then she realizes that is indeed her third quarterback. And poor Cream. That was the end of it. He was... <laughs> Two dollars. I've, I've never seen him more dead. And by the way, she dropped Matt Ryan the next day. So. <laughs> well, now he can pick him up. There you go. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> so was August all the way in Classic B fashion. But uh, overall, I think her team is, again, really good. I think she was able to get a lot of really good value picks um, and a lot of high upside guys, especially, again, as I mentioned, at the receiver position. Um, other than Justin Tucker, being the one just like if we got to like principles standing on principles we got to discuss that one but I think past that I think she has a great team not a high upside guy but I like her Melvin Gordon for $8 I think people yeah. are sleeping on him they like the new guy Javante um, I think they're probably form a committee but if it's like a 60-40 with Melvin at least starting um, I think that's probably you know pretty good uh, flex or bi-week villain dude I think he's. I think that's good. I think that once you get down past the top, maybe twenty guys, most of them are in a timeshare. I think yeah. he's in one of the better positions. I would say Javante probably takes more of it. I think it'll be closer, like almost fifty-fifty. If there's high on Javante's, lock it in, Cheeto. Fifty-fifty <laughs> split. We can't lock in everything. Um, lock it in. Melvin <laughs> did look good in the preseason, though. Um, but he's had a history of injuries, and if those come up, again, I think Javante takes that. So, but to your point, that's a flex and a half for something. It's not. That's good to have in your back pocket, as yeah. opposed to nothing like me. So it's nice. <laughs> I do like her Tampa pickup for two bucks. I mean, uh, yeah. you're not supposed to spend that much on a, or too much on a defense, anyways. But I think that she's at six on a kicker. She don't care. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. The price tag is never better, but. Uh, yeah, getting that for two bucks. That's good. Yeah. I, I don't know I, if you touched on Goddard or not. Um, I did not. I, that's, that's probably the, obviously the weakest hole for her. Uh, she's, she only spent a dollar on him. But I mean, yeah. Dallas Goddard, I don't know. There's, I feel like he's had enough chances to, beca- to become that, uh, the tight end there, but he just hasn't really been that guy. And so she may be searching a little bit for a tight end. Yeah, I liked that more two weeks ago when it still seemed like there was a chance uh, Zach Ertz might get traded, but now it, he's not. Um, so even if Goddard's the the main tight end there, which I don't know is a guarantee, he's still splitting catches yeah. with another tight end. Plus, they just drafted a that guy from, who I was just talking about, Devonte. Yeah. So he's he's not going to get the volume he's uh, maybe had last year. Yeah. But overall, her team, 
fairly solid. I would, very good. I'm not too worried about the tight end. But I get. It. I think we realize like how we value tight ends. I value them very low. Um, so I was just like, hey, if you gotta fight for that, you know, weekly touchdown, like dart throw with everyone else, then yeah, it's fine. You'll make up for it somewhere else. So with her six dollar kicker. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, all right, I guess that wraps up V's t- uh, team, and um, we'll go ahead and move on to the next one. And um, I, I think for my pick, I'll go ahead and uh, we'll review the champs team. Um, also, the commissioner. Um, I think he had a pretty good draft overall. Um, you know, getting Derrick Henry. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. So there's there's really no knock there. Even at eighty dollars, you spent less than uh, some other folks did on on some running backs. So great pick, uh, Justin Jefferson. Another great pick, thirty six dollars for the number one receiver there. Probably going to put up a, a bunch of numbers and touchdowns. So that's not bad at all. And then you follow that up with Mike Evans. Um, he's going to split. So, <laughs> there you go, A and M coming through. Thanks, you. Um. But yeah, as your second receiver, he'll he'll split a few cat or not a few, but he'll he'll split some uh, catches with um, Godwin. But I mean, he's still uh, a touch or uh, an end zone threat, so he's gonna he's gonna get his balls down there. Um, he's got five straight seasons of a thousand yards. So it's not seven. Like uh, wasn't oh. it every year he's been in the league? I think it's every year he's been in the league. Right? Wow, that's pretty impressive. I think one year he had like a thousand and one. It counts. Yeah, we counted. <laughs> But no, those two receivers, he's set there. Yeah, seven straight years. Yeah. All right. Um, and then Josh Jacobs. I'm not that high on Josh Jacobs. I just never really have been. But, um, I mean, that's a solid. He's, he's, your, he's a RB1 there. And um, I don't know. I've seen some, and I feel like all of us have seen some regression from Derek Carr. And so I don't know if they'll be more run happy this, this year. But, um Solid pick for twenty three dollars. That's not bad I think at all. They want to be run happy, but they yeah. don't have a good defense. Yeah, I think so. I think Carr's all right. Carr, as far as like actual quarterback plays, he's he's good. He's not. I think Carr's right good. Way, he's, I think he's, he's not an elite echelon guy. But I think the Raiders had like the top ten offense last year. But when top you go bad. back a couple of years, like he was, he was in that conversation of like a top MVP five quarterback. Yeah, for sure. The yeah, Texans beat him in the really playoffs quick. when he broke his leg. Yeah, so there's been some regression there, and that, that's all I mean. It, it's not the same like MVP caliber-ish type of quarterback, but yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, speaking of quarterbacks, he's got uh, Russell Wilson. And uh, for $7, that's not bad at all. We'll see which Russell Wilson shows up. Uh, the one that cooked the first half of the season last year or just kind of fizzled out a little bit in the second half. But uh, interesting to see the not- new offense. First half for Russell Wilson last year. He's got a pretty good track record as well of yeah being real good over the last five years or good QB with a rushing floor like that's that's pretty nice. Yeah, um, the question mark I have though a little bit is the Deshaun Watson pick. I, I understand it's only a dollar, not that bad, but at that point in the draft, I highly doubt anyone was going to chase Deshaun Watson down. Um, so you probably could have got him later, but again, it was a dollar. Who really cares at this point for that? Yeah, I think I'd, to your point, whether it's a pick fifty-five or one fifty-five, he got it yeah. for a dollar. So yeah, I, can't harp on it too much. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, you can harp on the next one though. I think. <laughs> but David Johnson, um, and uh, for six dollars, sure. But um, yeah. at, at this here. point too, I think we we try to focus on how the draft went and not necessarily what each team looks like now because there's been some moves at this point. Um, but he dropped David Johnson, so that's six bucks that he probably could have used somewhere else. Um, but I think at the time, thinking you know he's probably going to be the RB one there. I think at this point, it's become a committee um, in the grand scheme of things. So I think we um, knew at the draft though, like the only person you could take off the Texas offense was Brandon Cooks, who we did end up taking. Yeah, especially that backfield. Like, yeah, we knew to stay away from it. Right, I know I had, they signed. They yeah, got Rex was, Burkhead. They got Mark Ingram. They so got Lindsey. Lindsey. Like it's just it's the most murky backfield in the league. I know I ended up making a stupid pick of Lindsay because I had to, but this game's like, I don't know. Yeah, he, he had a lot of Texans. He had two more Texans than I feel like he should have. But <laughs> David Johnson at least has some pass catching um, skills, but I don't know about picking uh, running backs on teams that are projected to have like the lowest win totals. Man, this is such a sad time. This is such a sad use. I like the Texans, but even assuming they are, you know, at least an average team, that's still probably at best a three-way yeah. running back committee. Yeah, that, that situation with uh, the running back spot is not, I mean, yeah, they're going to split time there. Um, but he's not on his team anymore, so we'll, we'll move on. Um, Robert Tanyan, is that how you say his last name? I, I can never really so. figure it out. Tanya. Okay. Tanyan. <laughs> probably Tanyan. Probably Tanyan. Um, at $9, again, not bad. Um, we'll see if he ends up being kind of the, the guy that, I mean, he had a lot of attention last year, I feel like, and he, he had some good games. But um, I don't know if he's going to be the, the same player that he was last year. Um, I think last year he was in that kind of tier two of tight ends for a while. Um, and if that's your number one tight end, you may be hunting a little bit, but who knows? Uh, maybe with the addition of, uh, um, oh shoot, I'm, I'm forgetting his name. Came from the Texans. Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. The number one target. <laughs> the number one target in Green Bay. Uh, we'll see how that works out to see if he gets his targets <laughs> taken away from Tanyan. Um, I think Tanyan had most of his points come from touchdowns. He had 11. I saw the other okay. day he had more touchdown catches than incompletions thrown at him. He only had oh. like 40 something targets. I think that is a. That seems like something hard to sustain. Sure. So I'm not sure he... But he does have Aaron Rodgers, I guess, blessing. Like, Aaron Rodgers loves him. Um, Aaron Rodgers is also really good. So yeah. yeah. And <laughs> an argument for it might be that outside of um, the running back in Devontae Adams, you know, his other competition is Marquez, Valdez-Gantling, <laughs> and Randy Cobb. Randy so. Cobb. Also, Randall, sir. And also, there's a Jay Sternberger. If we're gonna talk Aggies, oh yeah, still there. Last year, he didn't really like find a spot in that offense, but hey, he looks good in the preseason. Maybe, maybe ends up taking something, but no, I think Tanyan he falls comfortably in that. Like, you're not hunting a waiver wire every week for a tight end. You know, you live or die with having Tanyan there as your tight end, and not really care about about it too much. Yeah, but then following it up with Brandon Cooks for three dollars. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. I like three dollar Brandon Cooks. Yeah, and then uh, like he went a on a dollar. Oh, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say he went on a, a dollar run. The next three picks: um, Nelson Aguilar, Marvin Jones, um, Amon Ross, St. Brown. St. Brown. Um, you know, 
I, I think he'll hit on some of those every couple of weeks or so. Um, but for a dollar, that's all you're really hoping for. So, yeah, I like his Nelson Aguilar and Marvin Jones. I think both of those guys are brought in to at least fight for the number one receiving option. I don't know if either of them will get it, but there's a chance. I think yeah. Aguilar has a pretty good shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, who so doesn't for a dollar. Really have a number one there? He's not really uh, risking much. Especially yeah. with who's throwing to him. I mean, with a dad bod like that, you can't really go wrong. <laughs> Say it again, JR. With a dad bod like that, you can't really go wrong. Oh, it's music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, overall, I think he has a very solid team. Uh, obviously, his receiving core is, is really good. Um, you know, I, again, not the biggest fan of his RB2, but when you have Derrick Henry, that can cover up a lot of mistakes. So yeah, I think he has a, he's a great team. Yeah. I will say on his running backs, I think they both are um, in a similar situation. These are both kind of not pass-catching guys. And there was a stat I saw for, I think Derrick Henry is the seventh or maybe eighth 2,000-yard um, rusher ever. And oh. for every one of those guys, the average decline in rushing yards the next season was more than 500. Or that was the minimum. And the average was almost 800. So hmm. it's just, I th- he got like almost 380 carries last year. Um, it's just kind of a little bit risky. And, a lot of wear and tear. Yeah. And especially on like Josh, more so on Josh Jacobs, because I think the Titans are a better team than the Raiders. Um, if the game script, uh, if they're trailing, those guys aren't going to get a, a ton of points. You know, uh, uh, so it's a little bit risky, but. If there's anything we learned about Derrick Henry is that he's a freak. And yeah. so. Uh, I think anyone if anyone's going to defy the. Yeah. You know, what happens to normal people is Derrick Henry, who is, I think, as David said last year, is a, a freight train disguised as a person. <laughs> yeah. How do they keep getting away with it? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's David. Uh, I think he has a good good chance to uh, run it back this year, but I'm sure a lot, of, a lot of teams have something to say about that. So. True, true. Yeah. All right, we'll jump into the next one. Who you got, Sam? Well, back to me, and I'm going to go with Steven. And I will say, I don't know if y'all just heard Moose. I did. <laughs> I he's, <laughs> he's not a quiet dog. I'm down. Um, it's, he, he sleeps in bed with us, or in the same room as us, and uh, he does that and wakes everyone up, just oh. flapping his ears against his face. <laughs> um, so anyway, back to Steven. <laughs> Steven drafted kind of the way I wanted to draft. Steven is how I wish my draft went more so. Getting two really good um, running backs. Steven's got Dalvin Cook and Zeke Elliott. Um, spent most of his budget there. Paid the price, but he got him. I'm okay with. He got two, you know, potentially top five running backs. Um, I think the only risk with Dalvin is health. I think maybe Zeke has some question marks after last year. Um, but every other year in the league, he's been one of the best guys. And assuming, you know, Dak's looking healthy. Um, this is two weeks after we drafted, but it's supposed to start week one. Both of those guys should be great. Mm-hmm. And then I like some of his, um, you know, kind of had some dart throw at receivers, but he got Deontay Johnson and Juju. Um, you know, I think the hope is that one of those guys emerges as the clear-cut number one guy. I'm not sure that that happens, but if so, he's he's locked into... Um, I think Pittsburgh was one of the more um, pass-heavy 
teams last year. I think maybe that changes some now that they have more of a a true three down workhorse running back. And Big Ben is getting old and fat in SG Doe. <laughs> Dead Bun. Dead Bun is But he, you know, if either I think and Deontay Johnson kinda got hurt a lot, but the games he was healthy got a lot of targets and looked good. Um, he had he a got, drop problem too. So I, I'm sure they'll probably work on that. But he did drop quite a few passes last year too. Yeah. Um he got Robbie Anderson who Sam Darnold had a connection with. He's got a good chance to put up some points in Carolina. Um, I like Antonio Brown in Tampa Bay. I think at whatever point um, they acquired Antonio Brown, he got more targets than Chris Godwin. Hmm. Um, I think Tom Brady seems to love him. Tom Brady had asked for uh, Antonio Brown to come to the Pats the year he froze his feet off trying to avoid playing <laughs> for the Raiders. So uh, Tom Brady has eyes for Antonio Brown, who has been one of the best receivers in the league for like every year he was on the, on Pittsburgh. Um, (laughs) Steve's got the best kicker. He's got the young ho. Um, Oh yeah. He's the best name. Uh, So I think I like Steven's draft a lot. He kind of went with the studs and duds approach. Um, He's got the Pittsburgh defense who should be really good. Sorry, Cheeto. And I thought, I saw Matt Stafford is like the Vegas odd on for MVP. He's like the fifth <laughs> highest, get drafted really low. But, you know, he's on a Sean McVay team. He's a really, you know, physically gifted quarterback. So I think he's got a sky high potential. So I like Steven's team a lot. I, uh, just to jump on here a little bit, I like uh, Logan Thomas as a tight end. Um, Former we'll see how. Really? I think so. Hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, who knows how it'll turn out, but I mean, two bucks, you, you know, you can do some yeah. hunting if you need to. Um, and then Michael Carter too. I think that's a good pickup too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like his team. We're just, we're just pumping up his confidence. Not that he needs it. Here I come. I'm raining. There's a lot of Pittsburgh on there. I already went over <laughs> the fact that he is, I think the only problem is that he has $10 on those two receivers, yeah. especially for a guy who spent over 150 on his first two. I would say be a little bit more diversified on those receivers. Like just pick one. If he picked just one of them, like it's fine. Uh, the fact that he has both. I mean, are what you going to try both of them receivers? I would say you're nuts. Spent <laughs> 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 two ten dollars on two Ravens receivers. I would have said the same thing. Um, I think we had mentioned before, like there are a few offenses that can, you know, provide for two like fantasy options at wide receiver. Pittsburgh isn't one of them, in my opinion. Um, what about last? Of course not, Cheeto. Hmm? I think they supported more than two fantasy relevant receivers uh, last year. Claypool was great, and I, Juju was okay. Deontay was okay. He was hurt I can hear the lot. cringe in your your voice. I'm just, like, I'm, I can, no, it's more like question. Like they had receivers, yeah, but it's just like I don't know if you would have. Would you have felt good starting Claypool with Juju or Deontay last year? Like on the same team? Yeah. Oh. No, I'd probably rather you, start one. You would have. Yeah, you would have rather start. That's what one. I'm saying. It's it's that's, just how drafted. Point. Maybe one of them. Yeah. yeah, what I'm saying, like for you feel was, good about maybes though. Yeah, if a guy had limited money, you might want to know spread. Jerry Judy was four bucks, you know, somewhere else. Could have got Jerry Judy. Could have gotten, um, I guess, just other options for that $6 price tag on a different team, at least. Just to kind of hedge your bets somewhere else. Brandon Ayuk. 
Yeah, you, yeah that's how I was like, $6. Dollars. Talking about. $6, $6 dollars. Dollars. yeah. Justin Tucker. No, not him. Uh, yeah, but you, <laughs> $6. I think Debo went for really cheap, too. I was like, you, you could have maybe done a different choice. That's, again, that's my but, only big thing with Stevens' uh, picks there. But speaking of 6 bucks, like, he ended the draft with $7, so he still had some to play with. True. And yeah, that, yeah. he doesn't spend that 6 He has 13 on another receiving option. So, right. And that's just my, I think everyone else is up. It's okay. I think he did well because he had like literally two hours in between picks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll take this one. I'll take this yeah. one. I'm going to go play. Yeah, play. Three is that what explained <laughs> and then the double Pittsburgh yeah, receiver. 57 picks later, he comes back in. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's just my, I think his team is, I think what Sam said is perfect. Like, hey, get your two studs. Those guys are going to carry mm-hmm. uh, your team for a lot. I think Zeke will be a little bit better if the Cowboys. Are a little bit better. I, I know that's really profound, but as long as it isn't a <laughs> that's fire, true, like we're gonna have Ben Nucci out there and uh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> running back, good. On team, good. Um, <laughs> no, he's a really mental guy, and I feel like he checked out of the season when everything went to like hell in a handbasket sort of thing. So I think Would you say he, he gave up on his team. I feel like that's what happened. I, yeah, you could say <laughs> that. I mean, the team there wasn't much to give up on. Okay, but that's fair. Yeah, I, I feel See, like Cheetah and I were talking about that out. earlier, and the Cowboys are still in the playoff hunt, and they're also they, in the hunt for the number one pick. <laughs> like number one, all those teams pick. bad? Yeah, they're all bad. <laughs> so <laughs> it doesn't it matter kinda, if they're going to do it or not. I think there's some risk to Zeke. That is he on the start? Was that the start of a decline, or is that just a funky year because Dak got hurt, and he's an emotional guy, and um, you know, it just took the wind out of his sails. I can see um, I can see your point. Uh, he's, I, he's someone that's been getting a lot of carries for several years now, and I think if you watched last year, like, I th- what did I see? Something the other day that Zeke's had, like, two carries of more than 30 yards in the past two years. It's not as explosive as... Tony Pollard just eyeball test looked better. So, I, you know, I don't... I'm not saying that Zeke's washed, but I think there's a, there's a chance that that was... The beginning of the end was was last year his first year of his new deal uh yes interesting okay i forget whenever cherry came out there with the, the t-shirts or whatever <laughs> so guys goofy. i'm committed to this podcast oh is there that another we go. Oh, yeah. Like another there we go oh yeah after saying all that about zeke he's like i gotta drink something i'm getting close <laughs> uh i'll be right behind you sam Zeke, I think Zeke is one of the more interesting uh, guys to watch this year. I want to see if it's, you know, that's just an off year for him. If you look at, you know, five-year history, that's the outlier, but that's also the most recent one. So it's hard to tell. I, I would wager that he's he's good again, but I'm, I'm not yeah. sure. Have you all watched Hard Knocks by chance? Not I have not watched the most recent one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't watched any. So I watched the first three. He looks... He's smiling a lot. He looks happy. <laughs> hey, he just got paid. I guess last year he got paid. Yeah, yeah but he, I think it's important that he got his, his guy back in the backfield. He talks about the yeah, necessity sure. of using baby powder on your, your nether regions. Balls. He's a clock <laughs> <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> hey, okay. Man, we're on Spotify. Kids listen to this, man. <laughs> Basketball's Cheeto. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you want to have a good Cheeto. grip. It's called baby powder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess <laughs> after that, we'll go ahead and move on. Um, I think you're up next, Cheeto. 
I am. And we're going to talk about, uh, I think Sam's antithesis here, as far as the draft went. We'll, we'll go back to Kareem, who had one of the more interesting uh, <laughs> draft paths, I think, out of all of us. I think when he saw how big those numbers were attached to running backs, like you see him put him with hand on his forehead and just be like, nope, <laughs> I am not. I am not doing this. Don't condone it. He's like, I'm not even touching it. So his first, he went heavy into wide receiver. His first four or five picks, yeah, first five picks, uh, went to pass catchers, including T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Lord. And that beautiful, we'll beautiful main. Uh, <laughs> but his top three, Tyreek, uh, Keenan Allen, and DeAndre Hopkins. That is an incredible, like, that is something that, like, you walk off the bus with those three on your lineup, that's great. That's the, just like, Steven having the running backs, he's got a full stable receivers, plus his fourth guy, Chris Godwin, oh. who I think like, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> like, yes. Being able to do that, I think the downside is you can only play you know, three of those four. Uh, mm-hmm. One of those, you're going to be leaving possibly a lot of points on the bench from week to week. Yeah, How's Kareem going to get mad at V getting three quarterbacks when he's getting <laughs> more right? At, least, at least he can play three. <laughs> uh, there's no reason to take three quarterbacks in any well, I mean, I think David did it last year too, and I mean, he ended up getting Josh Allen, so it ended out. up working. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he was doing something similar. I don't think she was. Uh, <laughs> she was eating fried chicken. <laughs> hey, we got some of them Popeyes too. Thank you. Priorities. Uh, but I think for Kareem, like he said, screw the running backs. I'm going heavy receiver. Uh, he sat there, and maybe he gets some trade bait off of that. We'll see because his running backs. Oh boy, they need some help. They definitely need some help. I'm, <laughs> I'm not as high on Miles Gaskin. I think it's not a terrible like as a maybe a flex or a number two running back maybe um, for Miami. And I know he. This was after the draft, right? Yeah, this was after the draft. The trade for Sony Michelle from New England to LA. It benefits his Damian Harris pick because now Damian Harris kind of has that backfield more to himself. I know they have his name is what Ramondre. Ramondre. Yeah, uh, not Ramondre Harris. I forget his last name. Stevenson. Stevenson, there it is. Um, son of Stevenson. Son of Steven, uh, who looked very good in the preseason. Uh, I don't know how much of a timeshare that's going to be. but Still got James White too as their pass-catching guy. Do they? Yeah. Mm. Okay. But at least that's one less person in that backfield feed, so it does help him a little bit in that case. And also, at the aforementioned Sonny Michelle. Is now the quote unquote starter in LA <laughs> based off of what Nobody Sean McVay was saying. I wouldn't, yeah. After I had Daryl Henderson last year, Sam, I don't believe anything McVay says. It's the guy's a dirty liar. Um, but he I don't will. think he's the one that said Sonny Michelle would start. I think that was the Adam Schefter. Adam report. Schefter, okay. Uh, I've been paying way. close attention. Yeah, that's true. Pulling my hair out. <laughs> But either way, he gets slight upticks to those two running backs, and he says Kenyon Drake. Well, another eh. benefit to Damian Harris is naming Matt Jones the starter instead of Cam Newton. So now True. Damian Harris has a he goal line have, potential. Yeah, someone taking away from his goal line carries. That's also good. So Kareem, Although running quarterbacks usually help the run game you know, between the 20s. True. Depends on, I guess, yeah, that's kind of like the, the old score argument, like volume versus... Uh, Goal line opportunities, yeah, efficiency, and when you get those opportunities, so yeah, um, you get slight upticks in those in running backs. I don't think Kareem is quite 
you know, just like popping bottles because of because <laughs> now he has he running backs all anyway. of a sudden. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, of, course. <laughs> of course, he's slapping the bag as we speak. Um, I like that guy. <laughs> so as running back, it's still a little murky. It's better than it was at the draft, but um, I still think those receivers are going to carry him to a lot of victories. Uh, mm-hmm. He did eventually get a quarterback. I know we mentioned his quarterback was He got Joe Burrow. If he doesn't get killed behind that offensive line and if Jamar Chase decides to catch something at some point, uh, I think Joe will be okay. Um, I don't think it's... Uh, he was really good before he got um, his knee torn out, and I think Karimo was saying that Joe Burrow is the truth. I think that is something he said last year. So if he feels the same way this year, and if Joe is you know, smoking. back to being healthy, smoking Joe, <laughs> if, he's, <laughs> if he's healthy... And since he can somehow put some sort of protection in front of him, um, they're going to be behind for a lot of games. So he's going to be chucking the ball a lot. Uh, could be a good fantasy quarterback there. Um, but overall, we know what his plan was. He said, screw the running backs. I'm going heavy receiver. He did that. He's still kind of got to you know, paint a clearer picture at the running back position. But those four pass catchers are going are gonna to do work for him. So I think he'll be okay as far as that is uh concerned now you wanted to talk Hawkinson. are we talking about mr matt prater oh. <laughs> i just you know I, i've been pretty high on tj Hawkinson the past couple of years um i think i had him on my team last year and i think i even drafted him the year before that if i'm not mistaken i don't know but just seeing a picture of him now <laughs> Just makes me want to distance myself so far oh, from TJ Hawkinson. I don't know what it is about the hair. It's just like maybe it's the hair and the like the facial hair combination. It's just like oh, there's a lot face, going in there. The face he's making doesn't help. Like if he no, he's, I, I look like at his hair and I see a guy less likely to get a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> a nice little added insurance added. to your football team. Okay, that's fair, but it looks awful. It, it might look awful. <laughs> But it doesn't look as awful again as Detroit's wide receiver situation. Oh, I like Hawkinson as a high floor. I like how you tied it back in. They're going to be a bad team, and they don't have any good receivers. Nope. So probably trailing a lot, probably lots of uh, passes to TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think that could be a guy on the the rise as far as fantasy is concerned. Yeah, he's he's going to have a breakout year. And you know what? This is year three, maybe, for him? Yeah. So it, it might be his too. time now. Like, I don't think Jared Goff is a, a great quarterback, but he's not bad. And he's yeah. sustained uh, Robert Woods and, and Cooper Cup. Cup for, you know, several years and Brandon Cooks when he was on the team. So, mm-hmm. you know, he can make a TJ Hawkinson look pretty good. Yep. You know, at the, uh, at the very least, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad Kareem was able to get a, uh, a cowboy on his team. Uh, Michael Gallup. So, not that he needed sure. another wide receiver, but at least he has yeah. a cowboy. So. Wide receiver number seven on his team. Michael Gallup. <laughs> yeah. Kareem sent me. This is supposed to be about the draft, but I'm gonna um, take a opportunity to shoot myself from the foot. Let's do it. Um, Kareem offered me a trade, and yeah. I rejected it the night, like at 10:30 the night before they announced the Sony Michelle trade. See, that's why you sleep. You gotta <laughs> sleep on. You no, sleep I had slept on, on it for like two days already. One and more thought, day. <laughs> I'm not going to leave this guy out here. I was trying to be nice. Never be nice. Never be nice. Yeah, that's my problem. Yeah. I'm too nice a guy. That's yes, what everyone that's, true. Yeah, That's what people say about you. That's what people mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So uh, moving on to the next one. Um, I'll go ahead Did and I hear start. the jangle of beers for you, Jay? Uh, actually, no, not yet. Let me, let me go grab one. So let me, uh, let's pause it here for a second, and then I'll uh, grab it, and we'll come back. And now I'll work for more sponsors. <laughs> Do we have a sponsor? All right, I'm back. What'd you get? Um, <clears throat> it is a, a sour beer. Sour ale aged in oak barrels with raspberries from American Solera, who is out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, I think. They have some of those at DNQ. I've yet to pick up, though. American Solera is good. I think they focus mostly on sours. Um, So, yeah, raspberry sour. I got a Pilsner from True Anomaly. All right. Pretty good. Nice. like Pilsners with football. Is Cheeto back? Did he get his? He is back. What did you get, Cheeto? I got cheeses too. Uh, just uh, another again. I got to stop Ginger at home, beer. so I got a lot of. I wouldn't say like Caribbean drinks, but more stuff I would drink at home. So like it's a malt drink. Cheeto. Another malt cheese. It's a good podcast snack. I, I, I think so. Or cheese is not cheese. Sorry, you mean crunching in the mic? No, I'm not. I, I will mute myself, but I just oh, have okay. cheese. I appreciate no, that. Cheese are good. I just. Oh, noisy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Would you rather right, hear chewing or would you rather hear Sam breathing? <laughs> One of so them have a choice. I, I, I saved y'all, uh, the loyal listeners, from having to listen to Sam breathe because he was breathing on the last one pretty heavy. It's the strong lungs, though, from all the weed. <laughs> Mr. Big Chest. <laughs> <laughs> If you want oh, to be healthy like me, enough. rip the bong on the regular. <laughs> and also run. Yeah. Run if you're going to have bad habits, offset them with some good habits. With good habits. Yeah. And then it all cancels out. That's science. Texanium. Texanium, yes, sir. I work at NASA. Trust me. <laughs> so I'm not one to be one-upped by Sam, so I'm, I'm going to try and get this one on here, too. Oh, boo. That's terrible. <laughs> I got one up to buy Sam. Yep. <laughs> it happens. All right. Uh, speaking of Sam, uh, I think it's my turn. And uh, I'll go ahead and uh, let's get into his team. Um, oh, God. Baby Maker. <laughs> <laughs> Can't confirm. It's a great name, by the way. Good name. made a baby. It's because yeah. I made a baby. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> uh, but Christian McCaffrey, uh, first pick, I mean... You can't go wrong with that guy. Yeah. Standard. Yep. Yep. $83. That's what you're going to pay. And you're going to get some great production out of him. Um, So, yeah, nothing nothing bad there. Uh, George Kittle. Um, Cheeto is on the other side of the spectrum where he's not high on tie ins. Um, I kind of am. I would say so. Um, I think Travis Kelsey has skewed my view from tight ends a little bit. Um, But George Kittle's up there with him. Um, I think he's always kind of borderline every year. Obviously, last year he was hurt. But for $39 for a tight end, that's, um, I mean, it's not as much as Kelsey is 66, but yeah, you're going to get some good production out of him too. So you're set in those two spots, I think. Um, I think we talked about Daryl Henderson a little bit. I don't bit. like that. Like. <laughs> as much as I don't like my own pick. <laughs> $37. Um, maybe a little bit of a stretch for me. Um, but, you know, every, everyone has some, uh, 
you know, spots in their, in their draft where they feel like they could have made some different choices. And uh, I think that's yours right there. So you talk about going and get your guys. He was one <laughs> of my guys. I liked okay. Daryl Henderson before the Sony Michelle trade, okay. but I think okay. I mentioned this earlier. One of my other guys was Chris Carson who went for 24. So yep. whatever I've yeah. gotten it. Yes. Uh, but I think you followed up well with David Montgomery. Uh, I'm yes. fairly high on David Montgomery. Um, I had him last year and he kind of had, I don't know. He, I feel like last year was a bit of a breakout from his kind of normal years, I guess. Um, but for $30, I think you're going to, I think that's a, a great spot to kind of follow up with that Daryl uh, Henderson pick. So, um, Chino will love this one. Ravens for a dollar. Which uh, it would have been at least two if my phone didn't screw up on me. <laughs> and unlike me and JR, we can't get redos on picks. Yeah, I don't know what happened I with that. <laughs> it pays to be a, a good guy. Everyone I getting so. on lowly for quote unquote, oh, she missed that or she's, you know, exploiting the draft. No, it's her husband. Doing... Did anyone say that? No one actually said you that. You said that in the first recording. No, oh I didn't. God. You're <laughs> a liar. <laughs> you said this in the first recording. Oh, no, we'll go back and unearth that. But no, it's just like Sam gets his reset and then he gets, you know, top tier stand up defense yep. for free. <laughs> Not free, a dollar. But I spent as much as. your point. Joseph spent on last year's number one defense. Bring it. You would have paid at least three if you wanted. <laughs> I didn't have three, so I wouldn't have got them. Damn it. Oh, that makes me feel worse. Keep going. <laughs> uh, but uh, Ryan Tannehill, got your Aggie. Um, I think that's going to be... Uh, I think he had a great year last year. Um, and I think he's going to keep that going this year. With Again, I, I'm higher on Julio than you are, but I think uh, having all of the weapons that he has with... Uh, AJ Brown, Julio Jones, and um, Derrick Henry. I think. I mean, when you're a quarterback in that kind of situation, I mean, it's it's hard to make many mistakes. But true. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the chunk of your team. I like that a lot. That's a, a good core. Um, you know, the rest of these picks. I think you may need to change your name to the Dollar General because everything else is for a dollar. <laughs> Daryl Mooney, Hollywood Brown, I think that's what you call him, right? You're on a nickname basis. That's, yeah, that's what I call him. Okay. <laughs> uh, kicker, I mean, you're hopefully going to spend a dollar or two on that. Um, T.Y., who I don't think you have anymore, but you did draft him for a dollar. I dropped him because after he got hurt, I saw you uh, spent, I believe, the first a dollar our um, actual free agent budget. Yeah. Which is... Which is actually weird because JR usually goes the entire seasons without spending <laughs> any money. You know, I didn't feel that great about my draft, so I had to, you know, I had to pick some spots here. But uh, yeah, I, I picked them up and put them my IR slot spot. So, um, but anyways, uh, Traquan Smith, uh, another dollar. Cole Beasley, John Brown, and I think I've already dropped three of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you went. Uh, Receiver, 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 receiver for your last five picks. So I wonder where the holes are on your team. Yeah, last five and last seven of his eight picks were receivers. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty glaring. Again, the anti-Kareem. Uh, yes. Pretty, uh, you know, outside of Daryl Anderson, still good flex. Um, <laughs> you're going to have a tough time <laughs> receiver. Uh, Darnell, I think in a vacuum, Darnell Mooney, Hollywood Brown, like those are good, maybe flex plays, but to have that as your number one and number two, at least that's, that's going to be tough. That's going to be really, really tough. Um, maybe you should trade with uh, Kareem. I think he has a lot of running backs. 
Well, if, if he'd offer me something, I would. <laughs> so that's a green tribe. <laughs> Tried to be a nice guy, but you know, or actually, Sam was the nice guy here. I wasn't. That's why I think was trying to take advantage. But I will say, if I had to pick between being in Sam's position or Cream's position, as far as like, do I want to have running backs or do I want to have and you know search the waiver for receivers or vice versa? I'd rather be in Sam's situation. Yeah, like uh, running backs are at a premium in fantasy overall. So having those set, I think you're good. Obviously, you have a a couple moves to make for the receiver spot, but I think uh, you have a solid foundation for sure. Yeah, so not everyone. I'm not going to spend a lot of time tending myself because no one else gets the chance that's not here. Yep. But that's my thought of there's lots of... I'm not going to get a truly elite, you know, number one receiver, top 10, top 12 guy. Um, But there's, there's guys here that I think I wouldn't hate to start and I feel the opposite about like running back or maybe even tight end. You know, there's guys that I was like, I don't feel good about this having him in my starting lineup. <laughs> and if I have, you know, a Hollywood Brown, I'm like, eh. Could be worse. But oh, for sure. If, again, you, you said it. You say, and to your point on George Kittle, I think George Kittle is probably the best like value pick for tight end, like similar to Devontae Adams for Lowly. I think Kittle, you get a guy who's. Top two, three for thirty-nine dollars. I again, I think I mentioned it before. Like that's where I think the top tight end should should be going for. Sure. Uh, I think I think Sam found the good middle ground for that. If yeah. Kittle is healthy, I th- I feel real good about that. I guess that's a big yes. if because he's kind of a you know he's a really good he's a good football player. The guy's a good blocker. He's out on the field like every snap. Um. So there's more more of a risk of him getting hurt than I don't know. A peer receiver, but the only, the only downside is that he looks like a serial killer. Like he, <laughs> he looks like a crazy guy. Have you heard him speak? He, crazy like yes. he, he sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> hey there, hi there, ho there, kind of like. He's but he's like Iowa, six right? foot yeah. six and two hundred sixty pounds. <laughs> you never see yeah, some dude like it's like that a uh, Gronk play where he like blocked that guy off the field like into yeah, the, the guy for corner. Atlanta. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But, like he blocked you into like, oblivion, laughing his butt off. I remember like watching it, like five of those plays last year, and at the end, he just like, not like a mean laugh, just laughing about it. He's like, just oh. having fun. And help, yeah. helps the guy up afterwards. And you're like, this dude's a psychopath. <laughs> He's one of my favorite players, so I, I wanted to have him a lot. Well, you got him. For a good price. Good price. Yes. I didn't mean to get David Montgomery, really. I thought, but $30, don't good. Um, and the more I think about it, the happier I am with that. It's, he's mm-hmm. the uh, the opposite of Daryl Henderson for me. <laughs> or cheaper. For yeah. cheap, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and how did that how did that Daryl Henderson pick end up happening? Anyway. You did good, Sam. All right. Good draft. I don't need your kitty, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well uh who we got next, Sam? Well um... <laughs> sweet. No, Sweet revenge here. I know he has next. <laughs> I got Cheeto. Fuck. So, yes. Looking at Cheeto's team, I'll start with the good. And then I'll okay, finish okay. with the fun stuff. <laughs> I like Cheeto's receivers. Cheeto's got some really good receivers. Um, Stephon Diggs, uh, I'm not going to lock it in, but has a chance to be the number one receiver. I think he's he's really good. 
and was like the last Buffalo preseason game. They didn't run once with the starters out. It was like 16 passes in a row. They're going <laughs> to just throw the ball a lot. He's the number one receiver on the team. He's really good. His quarterback's good. Um, he's he's one of the elite receivers in the game. Should have gone for 56 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could have got Devonte Adams for seven dollars cheaper, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> Robert Woods, I always like a lot. He's a really high floor guy, and I think now that he's got a more talented quarterback in Matt Stafford, he's got a higher ceiling. Um. So Robert Woods is a guy that's like never going to have a, a bust week. So that's a really good number two receiver. And that's Shido's um, guy. He's had him for the past few years. I had him last year. Not in a yeah. row, but yeah. Yeah. No, before Sam took Wood or yeah, Woods last year, and I think V had Dicks last year, I had that combination like two or three years in a row. I, I love those guys for those reasons you said. So Yeah, Robert. And I, I like a high floor guy. Some dude, you know, that maybe gets... 30 points one week and three the next is kind of frustrating, especially if you have like other options and you're trying to pick. Robert Woods is a guy you never worry about. Yeah. And then there's like a high upside guy, Jerry Judy. Um, somehow Alabama had like went from just turn. Oh, I guess they still have good running backs, but then all of a sudden they had like four first round receiver picks. Jerry Judy's really good. Um, he's going to have a chance to be uh, the guy in Denver. Um, and also, throwing the ball, right? Yeah. Yep. And Teddy doesn't have a huge arm, but he's a smart, accurate quarterback. Yeah. Um. So you know he's not going to hold him back. Um. And that's where the fun ends. Oh no no. <laughs> I like Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, I think yeah. through week like, sixteen last year was the number one quarterback. Um. <clears throat> Aggie legend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even whoop that. I can't whoop that. No, it feels bad. <laughs> Kyler Murray's really good. He's an air raid offense. Who is the uh, receiver they just drafted as like their number four receiver? Do you know Shido? Who they drafted? Oh, man. They drafted some talented dude and they signed um, AJ they, Green. Yeah, they have the uh, like, Christian Kirk and then uh, AJ Green is, I guess, one, two, three. And they drafted another guy that's pretty good, or at least has like profiles as a. Uh, a high upside guy. So it's like if you're a four receiver set in an air raid offense and this guy can run, um, I don't think Kyler Murray's gonna go down at all. So I still have him as like one of the top quarterbacks. And for nine bucks, um, pretty good deal. Oh, Rondell yeah. Moore. That's who you're talking yeah. about. Rondell Moore yep. is like six foot five, like a big slot. No, type of dude. he is a Sam type. He's five seven. <laughs> oh, ooh, no, he's better. he's from yeah, he's the <laughs> He's like a burner from Purdue. Like he, I'm just making up stats. Six foot five. No, he, <laughs> he ran something crazy, something crazy. It's all the same. Pro day, uh, and he was like really hyped out coming uh, for that. Problem yeah. is he's five seven, but he is just elusive as heck. So well, to his benefit, he's like the fourth, third or fourth option on that team. Yeah, it'd be probably number four. Yeah. yeah so, uh, Kyler Murray in line for another monster year. Dude can run and he can throw. He's in a system almost tailor-made for him. So he's going to be good. Um, and then also Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is really freaking good. Um, I think if you got out of the tier of the eighty, the four eighty dollars running backs. My, my case for having been in <laughs> Aaron Jones, really good. Next question. <laughs> I, that was the lead-in statement, Cheeto, if you'll allow me to explain. Elaborate, please. Um, 
you know, for whatever, well, I don't know. Jamal Williams is a good running back and has seemed to be kind of the preferred third down, two minute drill, pass catching back for Green Bay. Um, and not that he's bad, but Aaron Jones just seems like another tier above him. So now that Jamal Williams is gone, I think Aaron Jones doesn't get subbed out in like the two minute drill for Green Bay. Um, he, he can catch the ball. He's a really good, um, really talented running back. They have A.J. Dillon there, who they drafted highly a year ago. Um, I think maybe there's some risk, but I don't really see it that way. I think they're just... Aaron Jones is not quite Kamara, uh, Alvin Kamara, but he's a, he's a guy that doesn't need really high volume to be um, an elite fantasy producer. So I'm a big believer in him. I think that also kind of minimizes injury risk some if you're not... Derrick Henry getting 380 carries a year. <laughs> um, it but, only... but also at that price, I think that's that's a great that's value, a value pick. Yeah, yeah, because he could end up being up there. What you're saying, he's not the Kamara guy, and I agree with that. But also, he can turn out some of that production. I, I mean, a few years ago, he had that. I feel like, and so for seventy dollars, if he, you know, gets back to form, especially like you said with losing a guy. Like Jamal Williams, um, sure AJ Dillon's still there, but he's got a real good chance at a top five, yeah. and it's absolutely for seventy bucks, considering the price uh, the other top running backs went for. Aaron Jones is a good deal. Yeah. Um. Before he got hurt, I was not sold on Cheeto's uh, J.K. Dobbins, <laughs> uh, just because I thought he's going to split carries with Gus Edwards, and he's not. And they're they're just a really, well, getting hurt sucks, and just is what happened. True. Yeah. Um, thirty-five is not a, a huge spin, but I unfortunately, question, would you rather have Daryl Anderson for thirty-seven or J.K. for thirty-five? <laughs> if, continue, it was, continue. if it was the pre-Michelle trade, I would have rather had Daryl Henderson. Oh, well, you might be the only person who would have rather had. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> Anyways, so Cheeto is now left with a gaping hole at his number two running back position. Um, Huge hole. And he was calling Kareem the antithesis of my team, but if you look at, well, this is supposed to be the a draft kind of receiver or a podcast, but Cheeto's team now is filled with like a bunch of um, potential running backs. I'll call them. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. That's nice. <laughs> And so, again, I'll say I'd, I'd rather have some potential receivers than potential running backs. To his credit, he only has one hole to fill, though, instead of two. Yeah, I was about to say, for Kareem, he has no running back. For me, at least, everyone. So it's, yeah. Yeah. it's not as bad as last year when I lost Saquon, but uh, it still hurts. It hurts because I have nothing behind it right now. But Yeah, but, you know, there's going to be some waiver wire guys. If he's only got one spot to fill, uh, there's some optimism there. Yeah, I might pull a cream and put all 100 on one dude <laughs> for a student. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forgot about that. <laughs> I'll go with one more negative on Cheeto's team, and then I'll I'll finish with some, some rosy, cheery notes to make friends nice. again. Uh, I don't know about Noah Fant. Noah Fant, when he was drafted, was supposed to be more of the pure pass-catching tight end out of Iowa, and TJ Hawkinson was like the all-around blocking and receiving guy. Noah Fant hasn't really done it yet, um, I guess he could now. 
I just haven't seen it. You know, I spent two bucks on them, so yeah. it's not like some huge investment. But I just, I'm not sure that. Well, Cheeto has talked about the other guys that like you leave them in your lineup, but you don't worry about it. I don't think no offense that guy, but you know he's got the kind of the draft pedigree to potentially be a good guy. So we'll see. Um, he has to like, stream tight ends. I think he mentioned that he's okay with that too. So. Yeah. I like San. Okay, so that was the last negative thing I'll say about Cheeto's team. I like his defense and his kicker. San Francisco uh, for a dollar last year they lost. Um, Everyone. Who's who's the really good <laughs> that big white they lost defensive Bosa. end? They got Bosa. They lost Bosa. Bosa is like they one lost. of the best guys in the league. They lost their other defensive end no, like in the same some? game. I think it was, uh, they, yeah they lost two of their defensive line in the same game. Yeah, uh, but they're bringing those back. And they have Fred Warner, who's like underrated, maybe one of the better middle linebackers in the game. Again, I think for San Fran, if they don't die, like for offense and defense, everyone who has stock in San Francisco, if they stay alive, I think a lot of people are going to be happy this year. Yeah, their their defense before um, getting just decimated last year had been one of the really, really good ones. They did lose their defensive coordinator, but they're still stocked with talent. Um, I think they want to be kind of a run-first team, and they have a good offensive coach to kind of give the defensive breathers. So I think that's going to be a really good pick. And Cheeto's kicker is probably not someone on a lot of people's radars, Jason Sanders from Miami, but last year he was the number one kicker. Indeed. So uh, another good dollar pick. So I like his defense and his kicker. I like his receivers. I like his first running back, and I like his quarterback. I just, big question mark at his second running back spot. Not really his fault after getting hurt, but he finds himself better. He could have done better with, uh, yeah. with some better uh, depth there. Uh, so that that's still on me, but I will say, again, I'll keep the defense short. It's not ever going to do it. I will say for Fant and Judy, I think Bridgewater being the quarterback is going to be huge because mm-hmm. if it was, uh, what's his name, Drew Locke, I think that would be huge up for Sutton and like Hamler. What's Judy's like? What kind of receiver is he? I don't know. He's a lot. I feel like CD Lamb just like works out of the slot. There's a lot of like quick, just get him those quick. So he's not a deep catch. threat guy because that's not Teddy he Bridgewater's. Can. He can run Dude. some deep routes. Like he, I don't know. There are some like highlights of him running like some really like nasty routes, like outcuts and up and ins and stuff like that. But uh, he's mainly just quick slant, dude. Which is Teddy's style. Teddy's not throwing the ball downfield. Again, if Drew Locke did it, I'd feel worse about those two. Because Drew Locke's kind of like the, the big cannon guy. So that would be, again, a sudden a Hamler or the other speedster they have. Over Teddy's there. good name. <laughs> but I think for Teddy, I think Fant and Judy were kind of in that intermediate area. So it makes it a little better. Um, but yeah, the, the, the running back thing's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens there well, that wasn't well, too bad I'm, Cheeto I'm rooting against you oh. <laughs> <laughs> come on Sam well that's not it's not just you it's it's pretty much everyone else. he's like I'm rooting against everyone <laughs> including Lowly like he went so hard on Lowly Lowly <laughs> you if they don't have any evidence for it, <laughs> we I do mean, have we do. That's yeah. the thing. We do. We have the tapes. <laughs> the tapes are here. We do. Yes, I still have. Yes, I still have it downloaded. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> 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 We're 
we're gonna release uh, episode 1.5 and it's just gonna be sam <laughs> talking about lilies too <laughs> just faintly in the background because that's making, how it recorded y'all, they're making it seem so much worse lily i promise <laughs> that's what i would say too sam <laughs> there's no way for me to win here <laughs> well with that i guess we can move on to the next one so yeah this is the last one or jerry you have the last uh, one i have the last you one yeah one. so yeah, but i will speaking of jr go over jr's team and we will oh, okay. round out the, uh, the podcast crew with uh slowlium slowly <laughs> i finally yeah. <laughs> figured out last time what that it's name pronounced is pronounced just like it's although called. i may need to change it to the what was it, the beaver thing you talked about earlier? <laughs> I don't remember what you're talking about. Anyway. Oh, I can go back and I, I'll find it. <laughs> Flaunting their beavers? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Something like that? Yeah, that's pretty oh close. Uh, anyway, for JR's draft, uh, Saquon, I think I'm more, I guess I was the guy who had Saquon a couple years ago. I'm on Saquon's side. I think a lot of people are valuing him a little bit less. You got him for 71, which is right in line with kind of those uh, tier 1B guys like with Aaron Jones and stuff like that. He is slated to play week one, and I don't think he's going to have, you know, the quote-unquote pitch count. And for a guy who's probably going to slot back in and be 80%, or not 80%, but like 60 70% of that offense, whether it be running or receiving, like... I think I did see he's supposed to be on a pitch count week one. They is? Oh, oh they is. <laughs> okay, he is. They is. They, <laughs> the ginger's getting to Both him. of his quads. The ginger beer's getting to me. <laughs> uh, I think maybe that'll be for that might run the first couple of games like that. I th- if he shows that he's all engines so like go, I think he'll be fine, and I think he will be on a probably a pretty bad team again in the Giants, but he's still going to do work. He's awesome, and they do have. I know they have Kenny G there. I know they brought in early stuff, Evan Ingram, the running cover Rudolph, so they kind of have some more weapons. Self Sterling Shepard and Darius Slay. Or not Darius Slayton, that's the cornerback. I did that last time. Darius Slayton, the receiver. Um, so they have options on the outside. They won't have to key. Our defenses can't key necessarily all on Saquon. So I think if he stays healthy and he, you know, that ACL isn't an issue, like he's going to be back to what we remember him being. So I like Saquon there uh, for his number one running back. And I know we've talked about tight ends a little bit. Darren Waller is a little bit more pricey than I would. I would go for, but again, same similar to what I said about Brian. You're getting a stud. You're not going to feel bad about it in the end. But you're going to have a. You're going to win that tight end matchup. Terrell Waller's a little bit more expensive, but I think he doesn't have the injury concerns of a Kittle. He's going to be the number one target on the Raiders. Um, yeah. So something to feel good about. Uh, yeah. It, again, the price. I feel like with a lot of these prices, I know we like. Oh, he paid too much for this, or I got it for steal at the end of the year, like. If you know Kelsey or whoever these that we said was too much, if they put up numbers, no one's no one's gonna care about how much they went for. Um, so if Waller ends up having you know a good tight end three season, or he was tight end two last year, if he ends up putting tight end two numbers again, like who cares? He's good. Um, AJ Brown, Sam's favorite receiver in the league. I think he's a stud as well. And I think we mentioned before on that Titans offense. They have to load the box for Derrick Henry. You cannot get away with putting, you know, seven or six, seven in a box. So they got to put the eighth guy down. That's going to leave a lot of one-on-one for either A.J. Brown or Julio Jones, which are, like Sam was trying to describe earlier, are six, five, like, massive human beings. You mean trying. Trying. Well, you <laughs> run more. 
is literally like an inch taller than you. <laughs> he said he was six five. <laughs> yeah, an inch taller than him. <laughs> How so, short do you think I am, Shadow? I can ride you, the ride. Are you five? You're five eight ish. Are you? That was flattering. Thank you. Um, let's leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you? So you're. you're okay. Anyway, six four. Six four. Six four. Six four. Uh, is going to be a stud, and uh, for your number one receiver, forty six. Good value. Next guy, Lamar Jackson. I don't have to say much about how much of a player I think he is. <laughs> I will say the price last year. I was dumb. I spent thirty dollars more on Lamar Jackson than JR did this year, and also JR. I think JR got you had Mahomes for I think thirty nine last year. So getting your I think that's right. Yeah, getting your quarterback for a third of the price is pretty great, and you're going to have a tough time getting Lamar. I promise. Ooh, okay, I'll take <laughs> that. This is kind of where it kind of gets a little dicey for a cream hunt. I think has a lot of standalone value as kind of like a flex here and there every now and then. Uh, I guess it just a, was it a lot on, of standalone value or a flex now and then? I guess that's a great question. I think okay, let me rephrase. I think he has a lot of standalone value as like a flex play, but okay. Not a consistent like RB two sort of thing week in week out. Uh, that I'm not too sure. Like he's still good. I I just like Chubb. I think Chubb is a phenomenal runner. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have the pass catching, so that's where Kringle comes into play. Uh, but when it comes down to like scoring the touchdowns and doing all that, I think that's where Chubb Chubb, Chubb you know makes his money. Or you only spend eleven on the Kareem Hunt, so not the worst. But then again, you. Your RB2 is just a little lacking. And then Higby might have been your best pick of the draft, and you weren't even there. <laughs> Gets Higby when he goes to the bathroom. It's the second time in three years he's made a pick in the bathroom. <laughs> no, I value tight ends, Cheeto. Yahoo, <laughs> Yahoo knows that. Yeah. That's true. It was that. It was what, Russell Wilson the first time when you got, it was when you had Patrick Mahomes. I think so. so. Was, yeah, you had Patrick Mahomes, you went to the bathroom. Yeah, who said I got you, fam? Oh, <laughs> Russell Wilson for Best seven. backup ever. <laughs> uh, so I think all series, I think I mentioned before, everyone on the Rams this year, I think, has our pass catching gets a tick up with Matt Stafford, and I think so their pass catching running back. Uh, you mean Michelle? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, but I think Hibby will be a, a huge. Uh, benefactor of the offense. I know you have Darren Waller already, so that's kind of the only downside, and you're probably not going to flex out Higby at any point. Hey, you don't know Cheeto? You're probably not. <laughs> stone, stone gold. <laughs> like, I stone gold. <laughs> you will never flex style Higby at all. <laughs> uh, and then going down, you have two San Fran guys. I talked about Debo. Uh, I was a big believer in Debo last year. He couldn't stay healthy, uh, so he didn't see the field much. Again, if San Fran does not die this year, I think a lot of people are going to be happy. Didn't they have like problems with their field? Their field is garbage. Their field is absolute trash. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but I remember when Justin Tucker tried to kick an extra point, like his foot went into the ground. Like it <laughs> literally like dipped like a foot down into the ground. Like it was a sinkhole. Uh, that's, their field is a mess. I don't know if that was necessarily a lot of it. I remember the injuries happening in New York. A couple of that with as many of their own players that got hurt, hopefully if they've done something done about something that. something about it, true. 
but like if, all those big tech places out in San Fran, go make some high tech fields. Make some high tech fields, please. Uh, but if they stay alive, well, I guess if they stay alive minus Garoppolo, if Garoppolo goes down, then I think JR has a really solid, you know, rookie flyer at um, QB. Trey Lance. And Trey Lance. Um, I think he's, again, you'd be in a prime spot to profit from those two. JR's uh, team gets a degree less handsome if that happens. He doesn't have Garoppolo. <laughs> he doesn't have Garoppolo. <laughs> and I guess going down to a couple of his $1 picks that I really like, the Washington defense. I know we discussed Fitzmagic, whether or not he's, you know, legit or not. That Washington defense is legit. And yeah. uh, seeing a lot of these top defense going for a dollar, like, it, you kind of feel like, okay, our league's kind of settling into where other leagues are. <laughs> it's just like, okay, we can get top tier defenses for a dollar. Either the running backs are going for too much or the defenses are going appropriately. No, Those no, are two different things. Yeah, they're both. Those are both true. I think they can be settling into each. Everyone's spending eighty dollars on their running back. Then defense is going to go for a dollar. Not necessarily. I I, what L.A. What what Joseph got L.A. pretty early in the draft. People still have money at that point. Yeah, I think it was like his fourth pick or something like that. uh, Right here, six pick. So number sixty, and so that's still not even halfway through the draft. Oh, it can be both. I think we. We went crazy on running backs. Porque no los dos. Yeah, porque no los dos. But then we went really reasonable on positions like defense and like QB this year. I thought QB was back to where it should be. A $50 Aaron Rodgers, man. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, Washington, I think, will be solid defense. That front seven is amazing. And then Mike Williams, if he doesn't get hurt, because he's always making these like, crazy catches and then he crashes down on his shoulder and then that's the last we'll see of Mike Williams. Um if he can if Herbert puts it at least in a more catchable zone, I think getting Mike Williams for a dollar that late, that would be a nice compliment. Um I do like that Mike more. Williams pick a lot. Yeah, I really do like that. Uh so overall I think JR is a good team. He's gonna have to do some work again at the running back position, but in the past like JR has other than his very first season here has done really well like throughout the season. So I'm not too worried about this team. I like JR's team. I like that. Um, I think he has two holes, but I think it's got some of the easier positions to fill. He's got a really good, what I think is a starting quarterback. And just in case, his backup, Trey Lance, is really sky-high upside as well. Yep. Um, I like his tight end a lot. Um super high floor and really high ceiling. I think almost, you know, he's going to be a top three guy. Um, AJ Brown and Saquon as his wide receiver one and running back one are both really good. Saquon has some risk, but also could be the top running back in the league. I think I'm not as high as Debo as you. I don't think he's going to be bad. I'm just not uh, sure, but he's got some other, you know, he's got, um, who are we just talking about? Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Mike Williams is a, another good option, so I don't I don't hate that at all. I'll um, put those I'm two not... in like the same boat, like Debo and Mike Williams. If they have like similar upside, if either one of them hits, um, you just again for both of them, it's kind of like injury. If they can get past the injury bug, and they play up to their potential, you're gonna have a, a really nice receiver in either one of them, maybe both. I think there's just. Uh... I think uh, San Francisco is another team that wants to be a run-first team, and they have Kittle, Ayuk, and Debo 
and I'm not sure that they're going to sustain all three of those guys. I think that might even get worse if Trey Lance takes over, who might be a really good fantasy quarterback, but is probably going to throw less. So I have some concern there. I was saying, uh, I don't know if this is captured or not, but for the San Fran offense, the receivers get really heavily involved in the quote-unquote like run game. As far as like That's part screens. of the run game, that's true. And their quick screens and all this sort of stuff. Like, if you go back, like the, Ayuk, the play where I like hurdle a guy, that was a the screenplay. Like, it's that was crazy. I watched that <laughs> last night. <laughs> it's absolutely so. They really try to get those two guys involved and like get the ball to them. And if Trey Lance does start, I think they did it in their preseason game. It's like, hey, to get Trey Lance in a rhythm, give him something easy to complete. It's going to one of those two guys on like just a stop screen or some sort of like quick slant jet sweep sort of That's thing. So. Just another guy. I think they have a really good offensive coach. Yeah. And maybe those guys don't need the volume some other guys need. Um, and it, kind of another narrow target tree. They got two really good receivers and a really good tight end. It's not someone that's, you know, maybe he's going to see kind of some random guys getting 50 targets here and there. They might kind of focus targets on the top three guys. Yeah. Um, like you said earlier, Kareem Hunt, I'm not sure about. Uh, he's not, you know, he's got, he does have some standalone value. I think Lily had him last year, and Chubb got hurt, and he was really good for that period. And he's not bad when uh, Chubb's not there. He's just not going to be like a someone that's going to take you over the edge. But he's not a bad fill-in. But overall, I, mean, I think JR has rather, a pretty good team. I would take a Kareem Hunt as number two right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I won't. Uh, I won't um, rebuttal too much, I guess. Um, but I will say, y'all. I mean. Tyler Higby, I'm going to slot him into uh, my flex spot just for you, Jeff. <laughs> sleeping on him. Please, please. I like I, I like Tyler Higby too. I just it was the same problem. You weren't even there for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam, I wasn't even there. You were there. V had a <laughs> flexed her tight end one of these years. I'm gonna flex it. What do you have proof of that? When did that happen? Because she had even like her Not best year, she had hurts. I can't. Uh, we need a league historian to go look that up. That's yeah. That's why I'm just like that <laughs> never happened. I don't think anyone has ever flexed a tight end within like the past three seasons or so. I think I hear, I hear you, Cheeto. Tight end within the past three seasons. <laughs> when do I play Jr. And I'm just gonna see. <laughs> Me too. I'm gonna see him being that smiling face of his, just like. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll look that up for you, Sam. But I I don't think that has happened. Again, there's hey. only about six startable tight ends from week to week. I don't think anyone's out here with two of those six and saying, you know what, I feel good to even flex one of these out. Look it up. I will. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out in the next podcast whether you're right or wrong. Well, actually, if you were wrong, if you were right, it's not coming out in the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, wrap it up with... Um... The So Many Dirty Burbs, Mr. Tomas. Um, so I, I like his team a lot, actually, um, particularly his receiver receiving core, uh, DK Metcalf, 45 bucks. That's not bad for a star receiver. I mean, especially when you consider what Loli got for Devontae Adams. Um, Calvin Ridley, again, 45 bucks. That's in that same range. You got two stud receivers there that are going to put up a ton of points uh, for you every week. Um, and then you got Austin Eckler, too, solid running back. Um, I think for me personally, Austin Eckler isn't, uh, I'm not that high on him, but he's always solid and consistent. And if that's going to be your RB1, like he's 
he's a good guy to have in there. Um, and then Josh Allen for $17. That's not too bad, um, considering you know what he put up last year. Um, so I, I think, um, was it Dean had him last year? And he just went off. And so to see that kind of production, um, to spend 17 bucks on that, I don't think it's too bad. Um, the kicker, though, here is Travis uh, Etienne. And so, um, unfortunately, with the way that we drafted uh, a little early, um, he, he was the first one to catch the injury bug. Um, I think a lot of people were expecting some things from Etienne. Um, you know, but at 13 bucks, that's kind of what you, you throw out there, kind of hoping to, to hit on something like that. And um, I don't know. He just unfortunately won't be able to. Did he get, was it the Liz Frank injury? Is that the Matt Schaub injury? Matt Schaub. Yep. Okay. Uh, so that's a bummer. Regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's going to be searching a little bit for his RB2, I think. I don't think Chase Edmonds will fill that role. Um, I think I had Edmonds last year, and it was, I mean, he would have a really good game. And then for whatever reason, the Cardinals would, would just decide to not give him the ball. So. Um, and they added uh, James Connor from Pittsburgh. Yep. Yeah. So he'll he'll be searching a little bit, but uh, I don't know. Maybe he can find something. Um, and then his other receivers, uh, his uh, bench, um, T. Higgins. Um, who else does he have? Jarvis Landry. Um, I guess he doesn't have that many running backs. Or excuse me, uh, wide receivers. But honestly, when you have DK Metcalf and Calvin Ridley, you, I mean, that's really who you need. So. Um, I yeah, think I think Tegan might be the best receiver for Cincinnati, so I think getting him okay. is uh, pretty nice because he showed a lot. And plus, uh, I think we mentioned it before: like people draft certain ways. Thomas is going to get his burbs and he's going to get his Tigers. <laughs> he got T. Higgins, former Clemson Tiger, and he got Etienne, uh, former Tiger as well. Uh, they're all burbs, recipe, which you know, burbs at heart. Um, yeah. I, th- I think with Etienne, I, th- I wasn't really high on that pick just because I. I think James Robinson was really good. I didn't think they were going to discard him completely. Uh, I know it's kind of a moot point now. Because I kind of see Etienne and Edmonds as kind of like similar roles, like ex- okay. like explosive third down receiving like scat backs that aren't necessarily going to get goal line carries. They're just going to be tried. They're going to be put in the offense in like weird ways. But um, yeah, one's on Jacksonville and one's not. So I think <laughs> I think Chase Edmonds would probably be a better fit than etn but again etn's out unfortunately so it's a yeah. good point and and speaking of players that are out he also lost herb smith jr so Which he's gonna he's, he has, he's uh, evan, evan ingram to fill that role but i think evan ingram's out week one now also mm-hmm. okay well that's a bummer just week one though instead of oh okay that's season. not bad yeah um to kind of round it out though i mean you mentioned earlier sam that tony pollard um Kind of had a better year at times last year, and uh, I think that may, for a dollar, that may end up being a good pick. Um, and I mentioned this on the last time we spoke too, but I, I know not a lot of people are high on Baker Mayfield, and I there's a threshold of when I say high on him that I, I'll go up to. Um, I think he's better now than he was when he came into the league. Um, so I, as your backup quarterback, I feel like that's a fairly solid backup for a dollar. So. Uh, true, oh, true, whatever. <laughs> no, I don't you know, know that if you have Baker Mayfield sitting on the waivers that people are out there clamoring to pick him up. No. No, but as someone who, hey, you need one bye week, a uh, good bye week QB, and you sure. have a spot for it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so that's the burbs. Um, you know, I think how many burbs does he have? One, two. Well, the first burb he didn't take got hurt. So ah, uh, that's true. Him. I know we think tigers are burbs, but uh, notable burbs he didn't get. He did not get Mr. Ku Yongwei Ku is MVP kicker from last year. Probably the dirtiest <laughs> of dirty burbs. He didn't uh, <laughs> didn't get Russell this time around either. But he did keep to the. Uh, the burb <laughs> theme. I guess. I guess lightning bolts are lightning so, bolts are burbs too. Yeah. Yeah, they do fly as quick. Lightning burbs. Yeah, yeah lightning that's birds. true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like that lightning. I think Eckler's gonna be good. He's gonna miss yeah. out. I'm higher on Eckler than I think you are. He's not gonna get the goal like carries, but this dude plays everywhere else. And it's yep. I doubted him last year, and then watching him play, like he's a better in between the tackles runner, and I think people give credit to like. Yeah, I think he's really good. Like, I think just because he's smaller he's more of an injury risk but um that's where he did rip his and so either i think that either means they they play him a lot and he gets hurt or he gets less carries but even you know you've seen camara mold kind of guys be really efficient and not need a derrick henry amount of um yeah carries to be really good but but value wise i mean austin eckler 57 dollars that's that's yeah, really good. That's good. So, yeah. yeah. And I don't think there's anyone else in that backfield, right? Because Josh Kelly is buns. Like, can speak from experience. They drafted some other bigger Larry guy. Roundtree to third, I think, might take the goal line or some of the goal line looks. But, eh, and I think Herbert might actually take some goal line you know, looks as well. The guy can scramble pretty well. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't see them keeping Eckler out the field for too long. Unless it's like a first and goal at the one. Maybe they take him up. But I think Eckler will be fun. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's Thomas's team. And um, before we wrap it up here, I think we'll stick to kind of the format that we had last year. Um, so we'll go kind of a round table of, um, you know, who we think is going to be the horse horse for us and make it into the playoffs. And then after that, we'll go through the dark horse. Uh, who has an, an kind of odd shot out to uh, to make it in. So how about we start with you, Sam? All right, my horse horse. Um, I, <laughs> I mentioned this earlier as a lock for the playoffs. Uh, and, I, you know, I still, I don't, I feel just as dirty the second time, but it's Joseph. <laughs> Joseph's got... What a daring pick. Doesn't have a weakness in his team <laughs> that I can see. I think uh, I've compared it to some other people that maybe took a little more risks that could have, you know, finished with a first week by, but I don't see, uh, outside of like some significant injuries to multiple players, Joseph not making the playoffs. No, that's a, that's a safe pick. You know, you can't go wrong with that. So smart pick. (laughs) Gio, I guess for me, it's, the guy's been the barrel horse before. He's been the dark horse before, and I think this year role will be the horse horse. Like, <laughs> has been the barrel horse. He's sucked. <laughs> yes, he has. Oh, so that's that's that. <laughs> the barrel horse just means bad, and given Rose, you know, past track record, it's not the best. Uh, I won't go too heavily into that, <laughs> but okay. this year, given mean. his team, nah, well, yeah, you know. Anyway. <laughs> I defended Rose's team while you were, again, hammering into his. Remember that. Uh, but speaking of team, I think Rowe told me like he didn't get any high flyers. He just has a very 
like overall consistent team from top to bottom, including mm-hmm. his bench. I agree with that. And again, I think the the big thing for me is that it's very low maintenance. If he doesn't have any injuries, all he has to do is just move pieces around. Maybe stream one extra defense, not two or three, then like he'll be set. I think I think he ends up third or fourth, like overall in this league. Okay. Lock it in. Uh, lock it in. Stone cold. Stone cold. <laughs> Do we all need one? Is that mine? No, mine was already the, his right. I mean, you have like eight, Cheeto. Sam's no, no, been Sam's you for has, him. Sam has eight. <laughs> I, I have two. I'll, I have, running back I have two. That's not true. It, it is true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, my, my horse, horse, bro, I think he did really well with his draft. Okay. And uh, he has a good chat. All right. Um, I will go ahead and go with the Dean, the Kamish, and the Champ. Um, I think he has a good shot to, like I mentioned earlier, to run it back this year. Uh, his core of Derek Henry, Justin Jefferson, Mike Evans. Uh, again, I mentioned I wasn't as high as on Josh Jacobs, but he is a very good running back. Um, and then Russell Wilson, who, again, depending on who can show up, if it's Cook and Russ or non-Cook and Russ, um, I think he still has a solid core there to kind of sustain throughout the year. So I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, the champ, David, my rival, by the way. <laughs> rival, by the way. Are we doing Yes. I think so. We should yeah. do that. Okay. That's yeah. That'll be fun. All right, and uh, so we'll. I guess we'll go with the uh, dark horse now. Dark horse time. I am going to nominate my wife. Uh, Ooh, oh, okay. Changed. Good, 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 good. <laughs> the opposite Smart of man. what I think about Joseph's team, who I think <laughs> is really safe. I think Lowly took some risks. I think, and and not like my team where I have some pure dart throws. <laughs> who just like when I say could be good, Lily's half is more of an educated guess of probably <laughs> should be good. Has a lot of, especially her receivers, CD Lamb, Ayuk, um, and then you know maybe like an AJ Dillon, who's not a receiver, but I th- I see a lot of really big upside on her team, um, Kyle Pitts, and I think. Jared, stop. Jared, stop. Jared, stop. We're not going to do it, Cheeto. Let's, let's be it's glad he thought about it. Uh, it's, her team is going to be really good. I think all she has to do is probably find a, a solid quarterback, which I don't think is a problem. And she's going to be um, interested in her fantasy team come December. All right. I like and that for, pick. That's good. Yeah, I think he changed it. Just on the record, it's changed, record. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. <laughs> uh, my dark horse, and again, to preface, I think her team is good. I do not think V has a bad team. Um, <laughs> no, V is my dark horse, and honestly, like she should also be. I think a horse horse. Her team, I think, is really, uh, really v has a good team. And in the same vein, as you were saying for Loli, I I think like she has those high flying studs. Like she's got Kamara and. Justin Tucker, but I mean, outside, <laughs> but she also has like I think really good value picks, and I uh, again mentioned Herbert, her receivers in Cup and Robinson, Sanders. Like the team is really nice and like balanced throughout. So I think with some of that, I guess the higher ceilings on some of these picks, like she's going to win a lot of games this year. All right, all right, V, you can't be mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> Say it one more time, just in case. V's team is good. I do okay. not think it's bad right. in any way. It's really? on the record. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be edited. Stone cold. 
Yeah, I was gonna do something silly to that. All right, I'll wrap it up here, and I'll go ahead and look, uh, on the other side of the proverbial table to uh, Sam's team. Um, again, same oh, as Lord. David. <laughs> same as David. Uh, solid core with McCaffrey, Kittle. Not really Henderson, Henderson. but <laughs> uh, Montgomery, and I, I am pretty high on Tannehill. So um, I do, I do like that core for your team. Um, you are going to be searching for a receiver, but I feel like as far as things go in fantasy, you'll be able to find one somewhere along the way, whether it's trade or on the waiver wire. So um, yeah, I, I like your team. Um, you can't go wrong with having having a Christian McCaffrey on it. So that's going to keep you in a lot of games. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Sam. Good pick. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> but uh all right, I think we've been on here for for a little while now and um I think we'll go ahead. I think it did. And if not, we're not doing this again. We're going to start next week with week term. 1. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so um you know, I think the plan is to go ahead and try and do this weekly like we did last time, keep it fairly short to 15 20 minutes maybe. And then um, once a quote-unquote quarter, we'll go ahead and do a breakdown. And hopefully we can do that in person with some beers and uh, have a good time. Agreed. Hopefully. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, but unless y'all have anything else, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Sam, yep. Cheeto? That's it for me. Same. All right. Well, uh, good luck to everyone. Um, and we'll talk to y'all next week. Peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Just because there's beavers there doesn't mean that that's where I they're mean, from. Okay, what other state is going to claim beavers? That's what I thought. <laughs> How many states out here are just like flaunting their beavers? Well, that sounds bad. California. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that's something I'm saving. <laughs> <laughs> no.